Hey! Makaloni! Takatua! Kara! Ni! Rabu! Rakishi! Takina! Minema! Faruudafura! Ni Ichisuru! What is going on? Beanie Pazu! Purizentia! I feel like I'm watching an Onita match. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Creature Double Feature and Masked uh, Karate Kung Fu Theater. I feel like I'm watching a Gagorsha. <laughs> you are. Borodo Sutorda No Uchiwaki! <laughs> Terry Funka! Not Terry Funka! <laughs> OG Yabin uh, Takushu! Hard. All right. Yuji Paburo! <laughs> wow. All and right. Sushiti Abo! That didn't sound good. Could no, be, you, could, you could be Ibo. I could Instead be. Instead of Sicko, you're Ibo. Ebo. Too, sh too shitty eyeball? Okay. <laughs> too shitty eyeball. That's what they call, That's what they call right. me back in the old days. Too boy. shitty eyeball. Sicko right there. Konyo no Tukibetsu Gestu Atu Sulu George Takei! All right. That's all right. Iga Kentoku Takeshi Miki. Oh, you seen the buffs out there? This one's for OG. All right. You meninya, Tariantio, Yoko Ono. <laughs> See if you get this one. Are we going to tell everyone that Yoko Ono was really Samoan? <laughs> Said Japanese on the internet. Soshiti Moto WWE Super Satu Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark for the. Yeah. He does the Rob Van Dam yeah. almost. Watashi wan anata no hosoto do is yes ya. Homo, I want a cocky. Jesus. He popped himself, then clapped for himself. That's it. <laughs> is this my turn? <laughs> wow. What episode is this? 52, right? The last one. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 52 of the Broad Street Breakdown. Lot of mercy. Wagwan, brethren. OG, Wagwan, soldier. Well, Everything know. I hear Yeah. Everything I hear nah? It's fine, man. It's fine. Yeah? Sicko? It's good to be back. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Professor Bobby. In the house. <laughs> what was your name again? I was... uh. Homo, I want a cocky. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> the NT, as we call him. Yeah. The national treasure himself. The, the talent. In case you didn't know, that was Japanese. Thank you, Google Translate. Down to the That's, side. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't know about a thank you to Google Translate. <laughs> but. Um, when the Japanese Defense League comes knocking yeah. right. the door. Yeah, it's like the JBL, it but was... not the Jewish Defense League. <laughs> it's the JBL. The, uh, it's Pablo's fault. Right. Yeah, we had nothing to do at all. No, I'm, big, I'm trying. I'm a big fan you are. of the Japanese. It's, it's, so am I. I'm Japmark. <laughs> Were you happy with uh, Ultimo Dragon, or would you uh, no. prefer... No, no, there's Whale. Yeah, yeah. It's Whale. Mr. Pogo, fucking... Can he make it, though? Can he make the flight? Masawa. They would make the flight for the show? Long Duck Dong. 
The best part is no one yet has called me on like Onita might nobody has showed up to be a guest. <laughs> We're, I'm rattling off <laughs> right. guests for like nine episodes already. <laughs> right. Nobody's showing up. Right. No one's here. <laughs> that, that means that means your gimmick's working or yeah. you're butchering it to the point where right. they don't know they what you're saying. Coming, yeah. You know Onita's uh teasing coming over here for a retirement explosion barbed wire fucking kill yourself match. I did not. Yeah. Deathmatch in the US. Yeah. Him and uh through CCW, I heard. Really? Yeah. That's wow. like, you pony up the money, I'll come over there and show you what's what. Right. It's hard. I don't know that they can come up with that kind of money. I'll chuck in like 10 bucks. I'll <laughs> chuck in 25. There's 35 clams right there. I saw Onita at the ECW arena. That one shot he did, I was there that night. That they really? Never air, they never aired it yeah. for whatever reason. I guess yeah. some kind of politics got involved. But sure. I was there that fucking yeah, It was night. recorded. It just was never. Blew aired. my fucking mind, man. How old do you think he is now? 55? No, I think he's probably older than that. 50, maybe 60? I think he's older than you might think because he was around forever before he even got over. Right, right, right. He was right. doing jobs and yeah, whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Started FMW late, way later in life than, than you might think. Right, right, right. He might have been 35 by the time I heard of him. Right. Right. Yeah, he was like doing jobs in the South and stuff. Right, which is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. The Broad Street Breakdown is brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo, 4371 Crescent Street, Philly, PA, CrescentStreetTattoo.com, Facebook, Crescent Street Tattoo, Instagram, Crescent Street Tattoo, and no slam dancing, no stage diving, no spikes in oral history of the legendary City Gardens by Miss Amy Yates Wolfing and Stevie Puerto Rico. Hey, hey now, hey. Make sure y'all uh, check us at BroadStreetBreakdown.com. You can email us info at BroadStreetBreakdown.com. Facebook Broad Street Breakdown. The Twitter is BSB Radio One, and you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Vinny underscore Paz. The OG is at the G Gavin. Yeah, Professor great. is at Pablo Regular. And Stevie Puerto Rico is at D Lodovico. Um, I think the IGs are the same, maybe. I got, uh, I got something to add to that, too. Um, over the past weekend, did a little work on the BroadStreetBreakdown.com site itself. Okay. okay. So for all of you that were asking, uh, I fully updated. The recommendations list with all links to everything. So if you want to, you know, you go right to our page. You can click on it. And you can see everything. All of our recommendations going all the way back. To oh, the that's very good. First show. That's it, good. That's good. It, like if it's a song, like like Gavin's YouTube stuff. Yeah. Like it'll link you right to it, so you can listen to it there. Cool. If it's a book. It'll take you to whatever page. I got a uh, tube for you. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also added a um, little photo gallery. Okay, you know, okay. Pictures, things like that. So they need to see how we look. We Absolutely. Look good. Tonight especially. I mean, we yeah. got some hunkiness going on. Listen. So. Yo, uh the official the way to find us is Vinnie Paz presents the Broad Street Breakdown. It's available at iTunes, Google Play Music. Make sure y'all subscribe, download, and write positive reviews. Like we said before, we're not really sure how or why that helps, but we know that it does. Everybody keeps telling us that it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I've even asked why, and people have sort of explained it, and I come away from it far more confused than before I asked. I, uh, the best I can figure is 
it's like an activity thing. Like if people, if just people keep writing reviews, it kind of pits us on top of their, I guess, suggestion. Right, pages, right. It somehow, I mean? has, yeah, it, it somehow has something to do with that. So which, even if even if you just go and write like like you know this show's awesome, like that's yeah, that's fine. You yeah. don't have to write like a fucking thesis on it. Just you know, thesis, thesis, indeed. <clears throat> uh, yeah, real quick before we get started, uh, a friend of mine, Bill Paxton. Uh, passed away super young. He was only 61. Um, we became friends because his son, James, was a fan of uh, JMT, and they came and checked me out in uh, in L.A. about a decade ago, and we stayed friends, uh, and every time I was in L.A., he would come out and check me if he wasn't on set filming somewhere. Um, so his son's really young. I know what it's like to lose a father really young, so... It's awful, and Bill was a great dude, and he went out of his way. He was promoting Big Love on Good Morning America and went out of his way to talk about Jedi Mind Tricks with someone who didn't want to hear about it <laughs> and then tried to cut him off, actually, and, sh and shit on hip-hop culture, and he wasn't having it, and he bigged me up, and uh, I'll always remember him for doing that, and he was in so much dope shit, and he directed Frailty, which is one of my favorite movies. Good movie. Um, obviously, brilliant as Chet in Weird Science. <laughs> we watched it uh, in his memory at the studio while we were recording Heavy Metal Kings. So, uh, Bill, rest in peace. And I will say, you're stewed, buttwad. VSB <laughs> fact, he was the key role to play my dad in podcast and movie. Really? Yes. Okay. He was down for the cause. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's so he was cast. So he was. I mean, you don't have to come and read. You're Bill Paxton. You right. got the spot. Yeah. All I mean, right. They were just. They were. They were in negotiations. Right. You know. Right. He, he wanted points on the back end or something. They were trying to work it out. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Professor probably would have tried to get me to get it on the muscle. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, absolutely. Let's all help out. Yeah, but jokes aside, <laughs> R.I.P. Bill was a good brother, he was man. Great actor. It, yeah. It was, a, it was a pleasure to call you a friend, man. So, uh, and to his son James. Uh, I'm sorry, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it was a rough one. Um, so yeah, y'all, uh, y'all made a little pilgrimage. Well, let me, uh, let me, let me keep the room as, as a somber moment, and then we'll uplift, oh. uplift the podcast. Oh, this should be tremendous. Great. All right. That's so, cool. so if we uh, rewind to the last podcast and previous ones, yes, I do was doing a bit where all everyone likes me on Twitter, this celebrities and whatnot, angry. and then Jeff gets no, okay, and Jeff would say that dude's not following you. It's a bot. No, blah blah blah. So then, right. so last yeah, episode, well, you think you're over, right, right? So last episode, I picked one of the gimmick gang. I said, uh, pointed this guy Tom Chance out. I said, he's cool. He's just a bull. And then right. Jeff was like, all right, I'm with that. That is a legit follow. Well, I get an email from him last week, and I like to read it for from for you if I okay. Could. Dear BSB, especially Pablo, I wanted to share a story. My father died two days ago. Ah, oh, my. Darling. I was driving home after consoling my now widowed mother. And my head was a mess of swirling grief. My thoughts drifted to the BSB Halloween episode when Jackie Brown shared her story of the day her father died. And I decided to listen to the latest episode of my favorite podcast to try to take my mind off things. I was only half listening until P. Jiggy shouted out my full name. The fact that the rest of the crew totally no soul me didn't matter. Which isn't true, by the way. We're, they were more making fun of me, not of you. Yeah, we, we weren't were mocking you, my right. friend. Yeah. We were mocking right. the, the blow. <laughs> you guys put a huge smile on my face on the saddest day I've ever lived through. Then thank you. Yeah, that's heavy, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I've been there twice 
um, I lost my father and my stepfather. So uh, much love, man. Yeah, I just want to give my condolences, and I'm I'm proud to say that I helped uplift your day somewhat. Because, yeah, man. I mean, we don't go in that with the intention of that, and if that's of doing course. that, that's just amazing, you know, and that keeps us going. And helps us stay, you know, I stay up late all these nights and then go to work the next day off yeah. two hours of sleep. And yeah. some days I don't want to do it. And when yeah. I get shit like that, this motivates me to want to do this thing forever. You of know course, saying? man. Yo, salute. Uh, we're sorry, time for your loss, man. Condolences to your family and all of that. You know, that's that that's sort of the point of this whole thing. We're not, um, you know, we don't have fans of, of the podcast. We have people who hang out with us and listen to the bullshit that we talk and yeah. interact with us. And you guys are part of the show, too. So things like that just prove that point that it's it's not uh, fans and, and fucking all that bullshit. It's just a bunch of motherfuckers hanging out and yeah. talking shit. And, uh, you know, with the way things are. You guys are able to contribute just as much through Facebook or Twitter or whatever the fuck, and you know it's important. It's important stuff, man. Um, oh, <laughs> well, we're I here. Got... You're here. Let's all be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, we're fucking here either way. We've been here for fucking thirty years doing this bullshit. Yeah, I mean, so it's just <laughs> now that we have microphones now in we front got of mother... us, right? Now we got more motherfuckers to hang out with. Well, we had kind of a thing too that we're like. It's not so much an ego thing for me. It's kind of what 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 you said. Um, me and P went up to Brooklyn last weekend to go see Sheer Tower play, and what up, Paulie J. Eggs? What up? One of the thing. As soon as we got there and walked in, like we're the setup. What well, you know, the boot and saddle. Yeah. It's the same kind of deal. You walk in and you're in a bar, Which and is. the band room is yeah, you, you have to yeah. Go yeah. Yep. yeah. So as we're walking through, like fix your gimmick. It's making me nuts. Hey, ah, uh, hey, ah, uh, sicko. That's your dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and like, with the, as soon as we had gotten there, I, I'm, I'm gonna know Sally. I know. I'm just laughing. Man. It's not meant to stop you. I'm just. I'm, but as yeah. soon as we walked in the door, like two dudes stopped me and P, and we're like, "Yo, big fans of the podcast." Like, I mean, we're in a whole other state in another city. And people are stopping us for get, that. It's, get over yourself. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Yo, man, you Shit. threw me the oop. All right. Did, I had to did. yam Moving it. right along. I had to yam it. No. I'm he sorry. was going into I missed the first band because I was signing autographs. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going yeah. into. The fucking place seated it like no, 100 it, people. So, so, no, so going, but someone right. That's it, cool. It was, just, it was very cool that they stopped us. They told us. Much love. You know, much they love. Listen. Yeah. And like he was saying, that kind of stuff is like, you know. It's super humbling, man. It's cool when like heads come up to us when we go to wrestling shows as well. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, Absolutely. Uh, I went to a show uh, with my man Sleazy. Um, there was a, a band, a type of music that I don't listen to. And, and there were heads coming up about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's cool, man. It's yeah. real cool. And kind of going towards that, too. I will pit us over. Um, you, you caught you all caught the thing that Chris X wrote. All yeah, I, I like just saw it tonight. Ago. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, it's which is great because Chris X has been contributing to the scene well, for how many years? That's what and I wrote to him. He, I'm like, I saw all it. the shit that you've done. Yes. And I, he, uh, he, he, wrote a, he wrote a thing on my Facebook wall. It was like something about... Um, I could probably read it. If, yeah, if you, you could stall and, and pull <laughs> it up faster. But he, I, don't, I don't think he said where he was or what the circumstances were, but a, an English gentleman stopped him. And was like, oh, I, you're Chris X. I recognize you. 
And I like how Sicko wanted to go into an English accent right there. Yeah, he wanted, he, I found it if you want me to. Yeah, please do. I just got recognized. Yes. I like Mark for I that. Like I just got recognized from the Pidcast by some random, random British bloke on a pal status. Ah, Chris X, I am aware of your name from listening to BSB, UK Gimmick Gang. <laughs> Which is insane, because Chris does a million and one things that he should There's be There's not a show for. in Philly that he's not at Absolutely. Joe, Joe Hardcore um, and, and Chris X and, and Liam and Evan, those dudes do an amazing job. Yeah. With, you know, uh, repping punk rock and hardcore for Philadelphia. And more, more importantly, there are the... Best, nicest people yes, that great. you'll ever... Like, Four I, we, of the coolest kids I know. Yeah, I mean, we can't say enough good things about them. But, you know, that was pretty cool. That one Liam, was an ego boost for me. Liam just had a baby. Yes, he did. Congratulations, Salute good, sir. Liam. Congratulations. You're probably up listening to us now because the <laughs> baby much, won't sleep. Pretty much. I could text him right now and he'll answer me. Yeah. Right. Because he's on the inst- our schedule now. Right, right, right. So we'll, we'll, we're just random texting like two in the morning like, you know. Yeah. I like Poison Idea a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, welcome to it, pal. Welcome to the fucking insanity. So you guys go up. Did did anyone, uh, were the openers local? Uh, There were some great fucking openers. Before we start, I'm calling an audible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you? You're calling a whoa, whoa, whoa? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hit it. Who wins in a fight? Oh. oh, I like this. Axel Rose. Yes. Ted Nugent. Ooh, fuck. Oh. oh, Jesus. Are you kidding me? So it's you Ted. haven't. You no, have not. Really? Really? It's Ted. Yeah, I think I'm. Axel's gonna... brain isn't even there. There's nothing there. The Nuge has survival skills. Yeah, yeah, man. He could survive in the woods like Rambo for like a week. He'll MacGyver like a, like a machete. Right, can I, of, I like, say something animals. before I get my answer? Yes. I'll beat the monkey shit out of both of them at the same time. Yeah, that goes without saying. And I'll do it tomorrow or... Because you know them guys got big mouths. They they bark, both of them, a lot of barking. Hook it up. I'll do it for one of their bozo charities. Um, I'd pay to see it. And three rounds each. Okay. They'll both get knocked out before it can go the three rounds. So have your people get on that. Whoever knows, because I have mad friends that are wrapped up. Cody Mack probably knows. I, I mean, know, everyone hates the nude, so he probably doesn't. I guarantee you, Cody Mack knows someone in Guns N' Roses. All day. And I know Mark does. So I'll fuck him up and the nude. So, with that said, I don't think either one can throw hands. So now I got to judge from that. And I'm going to go with Pablo's philosophy of the survival shit. He probably knows how to gimmick something. Right. He probably gut Axel Rose in 10 seconds. Right. Like but, I, that's, but then that's a weapon. So what are we saying? I, mean, I think he'd do it with his bare hands. And teeth. That's implying the nude is tough. Here's, what I'm, here, here's where my head's at. I know where you're going to go with this. I picture I, Axel tell, Rose. Where am I going to go? Tell me where I'm gonna you go. somehow are going to put over <laughs> that you've seen him act crazy and jump into that crowd and that he's more he, of a loose cannon or something in his head. That he's got, he's a retard. Like he could pull off a retard fight. His anger mixed with. Do this kind of punching? The, the, the small brain that he does have mixed mm-hmm. with. Aggression and a little bit of credit you're giving him of being connected to punk rock through Duff somehow that he might know how to do <laughs> no, something. No, no, no. You're, you're, <laughs> Am you're, I at all close? Like at 80%, any percent? All right, I thought I would be like. Here's, he, I don't think that Ted Nugent's ever been in a fight in his life. 
I don't either. Not with a person. I think he now, probably fought Axel a gimmick. can't fight? I think he probably fought a geese or something. <laughs> and like, I don't know if geese peck. Probably Google geese attack, please. I think Axel? a geese was like, wah, wah, and he had to like. A geese? Shoot him with yeah, a goose. A geese. What a flock of geese, a flock of a flock of a flock of geese, attacked a flock of geese. A flock of a flock of geese. A flock of saggles. A flock of You pit the gisses on them. A flock a flock of geese attacked Nedge, and he had to do something, man. He shot it with an arrow. All right. I don't, think that, with a I don't think that Ted ever had a fist fight in his life. I, now, I Axel, don't have a problem with that. I Axel, with that. while a poor showing, has had numerous fist fights. Okay. I think when it And comes that's to- one leg up to you just based on that. Absolutely. Okay. Huge is 65 years old and has never been fucking punched in the mouth. All right. Well, let me counter with this. Say, Matt, I'm going to say I agree with that. I agree 100%. But if we're looking at this, if, if this is happening now, I'm seeing Axel has lived a life of excess, shall we say? Yes. Um, He's probably slower. He's probably, you know, reaction time is diminished from drug and alcohol abuse. My understanding Whereas- is he's back in, when I use the word fighting, I use it loosely, back in fighting shape because of how brutal... These tours are well. I see personal trainer, etc. I see the new like Axel. I see having started that six months ago. I see the Nuge having been in that regiment for the past twenty years. So I think he may be in better shape. Than well, the we Axel. we know for sure that the Nuge his his gimmick is my addiction was girls. I never touched a drug or alcohol. Yes. Correct? Yes. Or incorrect? That right there might be something. That's what I'm saying. Like I think I think Axel's whole body is ruined. From debauchery. And I think that might give the Nuge an edge. Pablo, Nuge? Nuge wins. Why? Because <clears throat> all those like backwards uh, hick dudes, they, yeah, the, they're vile. They, they know how to self do self defense, or they think they know how to do self defense. The funny part about Nugent <clears throat> is that he's not like, he's from Detroit, he's but not- he lives in the woods. Yeah, so what? He's got bow and arrows. Uh, He's reading those uh, guns and ammo books. He can't use any of that. You don't know that. He'll strangle you with his loincloth. Put him against a wall, see what he does. (laughs) (laughs) Axel ain't doing nothing but flay on his arms like Sicko said. Yeah, I see Hammers can't fight. I see him girl slapping. What's fucking Nugent if he ain't a fucking hammer? He's a rock and roller. Get the fuck out. Speaking of which, how about that text you sent me? That's what he's on about. That's a whole nother fucking It is. Thing. That's another we show. We started here. We got to tell Sicko to write that down. Yeah. Remember to write something down. <laughs> <laughs> he just texts me, you know what I hate? Because <laughs> that's how you all... You tell me right now! <laughs> yeah. I was like, you tell me right now. I'm driving over there. He says, people who call themselves rock and roll. <laughs> and I said, I fucking hate that too. Wow. So I that, don't okay. like... A band, let's say, is being interviewed. Mm-hmm. How would you classify? We're a rock and roll band. <laughs> There's nothing fucking worse to me. Or somebody describing a band as they're a good rock and roll band. What's I, wrong with that? I agree, I agree I with you 100%. I, I don't even know where to begin that 
to describe to you what's wrong with that. It bothers me on so many fucking levels. Uh, agreed. It's funny because I had a very similar thought. I told you I've been wrapped up in fucking classic MTV okay. for like six months now. How? I'm fascinated. No, how? Where are you watching it? On oh, TV. It's on the deal. It's what VH1 Classic was is yeah. now MTV Classic. And whoa, they whoa, do whoa. blocks where they just play videos. Okay. And it's depending on, like, it'll be an hour show, pop hits of the 80s. And okay. It'll nice. be, half of it'll be like stuff you remember. Yeah. And the rest will be like, fuck, they made a video for this? Song? Right, right, right. So in watching it, and I was saying to him, like, after, like, I'd say, like, 1984, when I started getting smartened up about music, okay. I paid no attention to MTV whatsoever. I missed a lot of it. Okay. So there's a lot of shit that everybody saw that I'm seeing for the first time. Sure. Now, I'm also fascinated by just the concept of the music video. It's okay. fucking bizarre. But anyway, I saw on one of these 90s or early 2000s blocks of... One of those bands that come from that scene of like the Libertines yeah. and it being described as, man, somebody came on and was saying, man, they're just a great rock and roll band. And I thought to myself, that's the stupidest fucking thing. I, I <laughs> Yo, hate it when people say that. Pick a side, man. Right. Don't be rock and rolls like, aside. No, it's not. It's God really gave was. rock and it roll was. to you, man. No, man. What's Van Halen? Oh, rock and roll. Thank you. Band. Thank you. No, rock and roll. Hard rock. You're, 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 see, what you're trying to do. Sammy Hagar, you're rock and not, roll. You're not. Red Rocker. You're not. It's, it's in his name. You're Red not, Rocker. You're not. <laughs> you're, you're not achieving what you're trying to do. I know what you're doing, and it's not working. I don't I don't know what to do. I'm seriously. Can your I say something that will somehow be a defense of him? Yeah. Van Halen's a pretty fucking good example Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they are Like to me Alright let's talk about like Rose Tattoo Yeah That's real That's that, rock To man. me that's a fucking rock man but Aerosmith Proper rock Aerosmith But no but that's But that wouldn't be defined as that That's how my mind man. If someone There's never heard these... of them if someone never heard of them, in our world, us talking, yeah. we're talking about Squares saying that. Yeah. And you were like, what's it like? I'd be like, some real rock shit. But you would know what I meant. Yeah, that's a... Does that make any sense or yes. no? Th there's this... And I can't call, because Rose Tattoo fucking rules, I can't call Van Halen the same thing as them. I would so say... So what I, does happen? Then I would say there's some fucking hard Australian shit. And if okay. you don't know okay. what that means, okay. I don't know what to tell you. All right, I'm with you. You know, that, I mean? you know, you're correcting me. It's it's some, yeah. And if if they were from the UK, you'd be like, it's some UK goon shit, right? Like they're thugged out. And like you get it or you yeah, don't. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I'm only saying amongst ourselves. If if you said, I'm talking to the square, how would you describe? Yeah. How would you describe Rose Tattoo? I'd be like proper rock. Proper, you know, a proper like rock band, but then it's when like, what the fuck is early Def Leppard? I don't, I don't like when somebody will analyze, for example, the Ramones and say, "Really, when it comes down, down to, to it, it, they're, they're a rock real, band. Yeah, they're yeah. like a rock and roll pop band. Like, right. shut the fuck yeah. up, because it's so much heavier than that. It's it, it's and it's so much more. I didn't than mean that. heavier and music, by yeah, the way. I meant heavier, right? And culturally, right? And don't 
flatter yourself by 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 say I'm I I think everything's rock. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's all you're good. In, rock at and the roll. end of the day, it's three chords, and it's what just the fuck it's just the guitar self. tone that really separates. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like that's I'm just. The only reason I seem like I'm playing devil's advocate is because I can say shit to y'all yeah. that I wouldn't say in a room of squares yeah. knowing that you would know. Right. Culturally speaking, I want to stab someone in the face who says, they're a really good rock band, man. Right, that's... But if you were like, yo, this is some Rose Tattoo shit, but it's another band that you never heard. I'm like, oh, it's some rock shit? You'd be like, yeah, proper rock shit. It would be a different convo because of the context. And like, if we're having the convo, we'd be like... It's ACDC, but gooned out. Yeah. Like, by, done by yeah. a bunch of goons. Yeah. Like some, um, yeah well, my question is going a little, little off to the topic. Van Halen was brought up. Are we not pitting over Van Halen? Do we not love the first no, three we, Van Halen albums? Just, we ju- just two days ago had an easily an hour and a half conversation about how good Van Halen is. Oh, he, okay, okay. he writes me, I'm wrapped up with the H right now. I was like, right first on. three records. Right on. And I was like, not only the first three records, the first five uh, records. Yeah, everything up to women and children <laughs> and, first. And he... Dude, Fair warning. And fair warning. Fair yes. warning is Fuck. great. Everything before Diver Down. That's this, what I meant but this say. is what happened with me. I did the oldest mistake in the book and wrote off a bunch of records because remember the machine when we were very, very young? It was like, oh, you're hitting. You're putting out an album a year. Mm-hmm. So it was like 77, 78, 79. Yeah. 90, like, like every, so I was like thinking under the auspices, oh, their first three records that came out every three years. And I was like, oh, I remember my brother mm-hmm. had the first eight on vinyl, and they were, that like, was all out by 84. Yeah, yeah, they were putting shit out like every eight months. That's yeah. what I mean, man. There's crazy, like a, cu- man. a couple under the same calendar yeah. year, bro. Yeah, and yeah. when they blew up, they were like the biggest thing on the planet yeah, for that for that, that run, time. man. Dude, that was like that Kiss shit. Like, like it was, it was su- such... Bro, Kiss has... Mad good records in a mad short amount of time, man. Like, yeah, like, from the first one to like Dynasty, that's like what seventy whatever to nineteen eighty, and yeah. there's like fifty seven records in that. I like fucking... Lick It Up, by the way. Hey, I don't fuck with Lick It Up. Come bro. on, uh, that video is rough, bro. That the yeah. video is out of. Fucking I mean, that control. song is rough. Those Stop, lyrics, Lick It Up. They, yeah. Oh yeah, because <laughs> Paul's known for good lyrics. I mean, it's. Uh, Gene without makeup looks like fucking uh, Pablo's nutsack. His, oh. his face is all fucked up. Here we go. I got a who's worse. Gene who's looks worse, like my nutsack or Gene? <laughs> Gene looks I like am. a member, an uncle of Pablo's family who's a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I have this uncle. Like, yeah, we, don't we don't really fuck with. We don't know the deal. But but he's a he's an Orthodox Jew rabbi. <laughs> so we're saying Ted Nugent would win the fight. Is that what we're I want to pit Gene Simmons in a who's worse. Bill, Bill and I were just talking about um, Kiss. Uh, we recorded Heavy Metal Kings because G- Bill is a mark for Gene, and I hate Gene. Oh. So it's so like, I'm like, well, there's really nowhere to go with this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just state that opinion, and we'll both move on. Yeah. Because we wanted to use a Paul. You, have you guys ever heard the Paul Stanley in between songs mm, yes. banter? We wanted to use some of that on the Heavy Metal Kings album. So we ended up going through tons of stuff. Some classic other stuff that you guys know. I'll just say this without saying the band. One of them is from City Gardens. Of course. And it's making the record. It's already on the song. Yes. And I'll just say, wild man, (laughs) wild. (laughs) So we were talking about rants. And, And then real quick, pit over, I had mentioned to Bill that 
Pauly Shea Terror is the best ever in a good way. The other people you mock. Right, right, right. Paulie's right. are actually Paulie, he's, Paulie's you... brilliant, but the other people that have good rants are not in a good way. No, you're mocking them and you're yes. laughing at them. Paul, yes. you would go see without a band. I, w- I would watch Paul do what Jello and right. Henry did right. in a heartbeat. If he, Paul, he did that for a minute. I've There's seen, a, I've seen um, those videos. Yeah, Didn't you yeah. tell me that not only there is a record, but you have the record? I do. And you were like, I'll get, I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll give it to yeah. you when I find it. And don't you have the Serial Killers record you're going to yes. give me too? Yep. Thank you. Um, so at, back to this. Is anyone, did I cut anyone's thoughts off? Well, who wins the fight? Nugent. It's I'm going with the Nugent. I'm going Axel. Ben, you're a tiebreaker. I have been um, convinced by Gavin. Oh. His, his argument was compelling. Oh. Dead, so we're in a dead heat. We're in a dead called, heat, yeah. so it's on BSB. We could pit up a, a little pole. A pole. Okay. Who wins in a fight? Who wins in a fight? It's not hard, right? Because I see people doing them all the time. Nah. Chico knows how to do it. Yeah. Two yeah. seconds. It'll take. All right. So go to, when you guys hear this episode. On Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. I'll go. It, I'll pit it up. Pit it up then because so they know what we're talking about. Because yeah. you put up before that, they yeah. won't know what. <laughs> and it's Axl Rose versus Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent in 2017? Yeah, why not? Yeah. All course, right. Of course. Yeah. All right. And then after you vote, if you feel like you have something to add, tell us why. But all you got to do is click on who. We'll see who wins that fight. Right on. It's it's, it's 50-50 for us. Right on. So back, we went off fucking uh, off track. Back to which. So y'all went to BK to what is the the venue? With some bar. Gold. Gold Sounds. Gold Sounds. Yeah. I mean, it was literally like a corner bar. Okay. That's, have, that's kind of dope. I, have you been to uh, the Boot and Saddle? I know we went for Agnostic Front. I'm hip, but I've never watched a show. Right. I think it was like one of those, meet me here, and then we'll go somewhere else. Right, so right. I, I know how it's set up. It's that same deal. Like, you walk in the front door, you're in a small little bar. If you want to go see the band, you, you pay someone, and there's doors, and you go in. And it, the room's almost exactly the same. Like, okay. there's no... Like if you're in the room, like you're involved. There's no like. Yeah, there's no safe space. I'm, I'm excuse me. I'm gonna stand in the Sorry. back. Sorry. Uh huh. Like everything was pit. Um. Uh, once again, I almost got beat up by a girl. Almost got into a fight with a crazy she, punker girl. She looked like the John from Breaking One. Yeah. The, that, yes. the evil breakdance girl on the other on the band oh, squad. The one who had heat with yes. the nice girl, with the big nose. Yeah. She almost beat up Sicko. All yeah, right. It was. Yeah. Pro- I don't. I believe that it was her. What do you think about that? I, mean, I was watching her because she was in front of me, bump like she was dancing yeah. by herself, yeah, and just bumping people. So I'm like, she's gonna be trouble, right? She was that crazy girl that like she kind she looked like a punk, like she had purple hair, sides shaved, and she had like a punk uniform on. Okay, but everything's like real new looking. You yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. She just wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, she's. I'm using air quotes Dancing for every band But you know She has no idea Who's playing sure. She's just out She and kid? Young? I thought so at first But the closer she I got She looked very to her, old Up yeah, close Like when we were outside yeah. She was eld So uh, I Me and P got separated As the, the band stuff Was going on So I'm on one side And uh, Sean was with us So I'm doing the Stand in front of her I'm Yeah like, it's, it's gonna get nuts Yeah it was a concrete floor. They were letting people bring their beers, their glass beer bottles. That was the worst bottles. fucking part. Good and idea. So the whole floor is an ice skating rink. And so 15 everybody... seconds into the first the first band, I'm soaked. 
and beer. Like, yeah, fucking that, awesome. That too. Fucking Fuck. awesome, dude. But the girl was doing the thing where she was like right in front of me and she kept doing, going back. And yeah, like, man. And it was being annoying. So I'm like waiting for that moment where everything busts wide open and I'm going to give her the big shove yeah, to get, get her to move here, yeah. over to that side. Jog and, off. And I, right. And I'm, Sean told me, like, I did it and I wasn't even looking because I got my head on a swivel. And she said the girl stared at me for like two solid minutes, like shooting devil eyes. And I was unaware of it. Yeah. And then she, out. and then I, she's walking back towards me and she's like, there's a fucking manatee in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> That whole, you were waiting for yeah. that. I was Yo, he was like this. Yeah. He tells the story so slow. I have a lot of time to make up oh bits. Um, but uh, who, was, who was the band we walked in on? That was no time. We saw awesome. like the last half of the No time is fucking hard. They were fucking unbelievable. And here's the thing I didn't know. The Those kids are wrapped up with Crown Court, right? No. No, no they're, they're from, from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. But I mean... I mean, it's that same kind of... I, I thought they were... I mean, it could be. It could be like yeah. friends, stuff like that. Maybe they've shared a bill. I don't know. It's all that those new... Um, Street punk. It's like, it's like new British hardcore, like but but, yeah, but yeah, some yeah. of them aren't yeah. from the yeah, UK. Exactly. Right, exactly. and yeah. it all sounds like old hardcore, yeah. which is awesome. But they fucking jo they dropped my jaw. And then I met the one dude. We were just outside chilling, and he was super... Like, the dude's on stage, and he's a maniac, and then you're talking to him, and he's, like, real soft-spoken. Yeah, it seems... You know what I mean? It, it seems cool. Oh, and you know who was there? The course, we huh? walk in, the first person we see, our boy Oyo from Killer of Sheep. Oh, nice, nice, So we nice, hung out nice. with him all night. Nice, yeah, that nice, was fun. Nice. And then, you know, uh, Jay Carter, who's always fun to hang out with. He's the life of the party. He is. Yeah. Party boy. Stars of Stripes was good. Oh, yeah. I even forgot all about that. It's bit. so funny seeing Choke sing. Yeah. Because he does the same thing. When he's done and he's talking, he's very soft-spoken. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the Slapshot voice comes out. Yeah, of yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right. They, they were good. They were very good. I was very impressed. I've never seen them before. I was very impressed. The whole night was fun. Yeah. We were driving up. We saw, like, a van that had just blown up. Yeah. Like, like on, I think we were on We the were, like, two minutes away and the Verrazano, this thing, this van exploded. I'm like, oh, Kai is here. We're yeah. done. The whole other <laughs> other lane was just dude. Blocked this from van up. was on fire. Yeah, and then twenty. Why does your I mind like go your to Al Qaeda? To, uh, yeah, because fucking bridge fire, man. You Terrorists are back. You don't think like, <laughs> oh, maybe this van is fucked up? No, I think the worst. Bizarre. <laughs> I mean. That's it's your boy. A, it's a dark, dark place. <laughs> it's a dark world. Yo, underneath that bouffant lies you know? a lies darkness. You know why, OG? Because when you're in Brooklyn, you, <laughs> you best, best watch, watch your, your back. back. Yeah. It was a good time, though. Yeah, and then fun. the cop almost nailed us on the way out, and the helicopter was chasing oh, us. Oh, you almost got nailed, all right. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh. Some, yeah, some shit was going down in Bushwick. We fucking we're like, making the left to get out. A fucking cop. like Bushwick's all gentrified now, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Big uh, up, Paulie. Big up, Jay. They were, they were dope. Big up, everybody. Yeah, no up. time. And as always, like Paul, EJ, Johnny Eggs, they all treated us like family. Everybody was real nice. It was just a great night hanging out. They did, after Shirtera got done playing, Paulie and the dude from 45 Adapters, who we didn't get to see. I was really bummed. I really wanted to see them. Um, they do their spinning salt, like Northern Soul and old reggae and old sky. Yeah, it was yeah. Just fucking. We had to hit the road because it was mad late, but you know we hung out for like an hour for that. It was fucking great. Oh, whole it was night good was show. good. It was a good show. OG, what's what's been the, the haps 
you almost tapped out on me. I did. Yeah, we, were, we were a little worried for a while. Seven days. Because um, uh, last... I asked you, are you going to tap? And you said, well, Kubi. Kubi, that's what I got. <laughs> it got to the point where it was, hopefully. You'd rather tap than deal with the, de- the gimmick. Yeah, it was awful. Flu? Fever? Vitamin well, C? What happened eating, was... eat, You're eating too much vitamin C. The funny part about that is I slacked off on the vitamins. Oh, I knew he was going to say that. So did I. Because I ran. I fucking knew it. I love it. I I ran out and I didn't go get more. So the last time we were recording. So in your head, that's why you almost tapped. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Vitamin C deficiency. the, The last time we recorded the podcast, when we took a break, I said to you, I'm getting something. Didn't you go to band practice and feel sick? No. Well, no. It started the day after band practice. Band practice is on Tuesdays. Wednesday, I started feeling a little fucking mesomez. Right. Thursday, that Thursday, we recorded the podcast. Halfway through the podcast, I was like, I'm fucking dropping out. Yes. Now I remember. Now I remember. Woke up. And all the kids had been sick. For weeks. Yeah. Woke up Friday. Fucking dying. Saturday, Sunday, dying. Monday was President's Day, so my doctor's not there. Um, of course he's not. I'm like dr- about to drop out, so I went to the urgent care at, at Jefferson. <laughs> <Drop out. laughs> what um, was the finish? <laughs> <laughs> Chicken wing? If <laughs> Bad Backlund? <laughs> if, if, we have to wait till somebody not as important drops out. Yeah, to uh, yeah, we got new. We got new slang. We got new stuff. Nice, and it's heavy duty. Nice. And I was fucking laughing audibly <laughs> while I was alone when he told me. <laughs> so, this presence. So I went to the urgent care at Jefferson, which is maybe the best place in the world. Is it? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were being facetious. No. I thought it was a like a Urgent cares no. in, in and of themselves are great fucking things. See, I thought yeah. urgent cares were almost like in the projects. No, they're Not everywhere. Anymore. It used to, to be. Everywhere. Used okay. to be. Since it Cuz I had like to go since... to an urgent care on tour overseas. Yeah. And there was they like they were helping a wounded sheep and then me yeah. like rolling them in in wheelbarrows. Yes, like it yeah. was it wasn't pretty. There's one in Springfield. Yes, I'm familiar. That's it's like it's the greatest. Uh, thing that's ever. good to know actually. Because right, you can put I the joint on your phone and I, tell them you're coming and right. you get an appointment. I took my mother out to dinner. I'm not gonna get into specifics and past that John was like, oh hell no. I thought that's where people go to tap. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Right, you go right. there to get antibiotics. All right, right. Or, or if you all say right. fuck the emergency room, you go there. And yeah, right. they're twenty four seven and shit. Some are. All right. Yeah, the one at Jefferson is twenty four seven. X rays there, mm-hmm. stitches. All right. Whatever bullshit you're you're forcing yourself to go to the emergency room for, yeah. you go here instead. Okay. I walk in this fucking place. There is not one person there. Yeah. Okay. There's a nice woman. Hi, what's you don't feel good? What's going on? <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking dropping out. And yeah. She says, oh, What's the finish? No. She says, Pop. Okay, you fill out this paper, and I filled out like maybe three lines of it. It was like, Look. Yep. And she's like, uh, Let me, I'll do it for you. I was like, Perfect. Tell yeah. me where to sign. I don't care what you put. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just fucking. 
He's like, okay, it'll be a couple minutes. Sorry about the wait. They got a coffee set up like Wawa yep. with the yep. gimmicks. What they is it? The wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. The thermoses. Yeah. Like, they got a whole fucking setup. I was like, man, if I wasn't fucking tapping, I'd go over there and fucking get some coffee. But uh, I ain't So you want to go back there. when you're healthy. <laughs> I might go just to hang out with this That's lady. That's what I mean. Desk. It helps you out. Yeah. Yeah. And some doctor comes out. No, nurse comes out in two minutes. She's like, come on back. And I'm like, I'm going real slow here. So she's like, you take your time. F -f 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 Are you me. in your head like this is going too well? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm that. doing it as I'm listening. Yeah. So. I'm so thinking I. that somebody's waiting in the room she's taking me to to shoot me and kill me. <laughs> right. Or to like, walk him out to the back door. <laughs> yeah. <to come> in <laughs> the alleyway. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this says XA. <laughs> It's like the it's like the mafia setup. Like somebody's yeah. waiting for me behind yeah, the door. Just you dunk, think, dunk. Yeah, you think you're going to get a beer or whatever. Yeah, and you get hit like Tommy. Right. So get in the back room. There says ba ba ba. I said ba ba ba. And doctor comes back and he's like, oh, I two minutes with the doctor, two prescriptions. I'm out the fucking door. Goodbye. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. I had a I did the whole thing. I was back outside at. 44 minutes from when I walked in the door. Right. Oh, that's outstanding. I mean, have you ever had an experience like that? Never. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready like, to start going to, to urgent care, Jeff. You're My, at the first, you're in the first part of the doctor, 44 minutes. Right. Of course. You're still fucking waiting. And My there ain't no coffee. My appointment is at six. I'm sitting down there. Hey, I'm gimmick gimmick. And, oh, go sit down away from Dr. Gubai. At 8.30, you're still reading the same fucking yeah. magazine. Yes. I had to take my wife. What are those Chris gimmicks that are always there? The magazines. Family Life? Circus? No. Yeah. Uh, Cat Fancy? Oh, I know it's highlights. 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 <laughs> highlights Marcus and Gallant? Yeah. Always I had them. to take my wife. She got. She's always got a bad bronchitis situation. Yeah. Christmas Day, she, she had to get the, the, the um, antibiotics, something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you can't go see a doctor. I, you don't want to go to the emergency room. You'll literally be there for 12 hours. Yeah. Let's go to this deal. <laughs> Same thing. In and out, 45 minutes on Christmas Day. Wow. Prescriptions. Not even like, here's your prescription. Like the piece of paper, go to your pharmacy. Like, here's your here's the pills wow. you need. Done. I'm blown away. Best thing ever. Blown! Blown. So, like, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't take the kids for a fuck. My dad had to take the kids a couple days. And Jackie took them. But this, that, and the other thing. for a while. So, finally, seven days, I start to feel better. But I'm still like, because they put me on this fucking insane steroid where. How like, many of the seven days were you like, this is the worst shit of my life? Six. Whoa. Yeah. Because I kept saying, are you better? Are you better? You're better. And you're like, meds are meds. I yeah. was texting him the complete opposite. Are you dead? Oh, I asked him, <laughs> and did he's you like, tap? Yes. Yes. Did you pretty tap? Much. He was like, pretty much. I asked him I if, asked he, him tapped if he was every... dead. And he said, yes. And I was like, then who's writing this text? <laughs> and he said, a goose. <laughs> All right. That sounds fair. Got a guest who does my yeah, he does your bidding. Yeah, does some texting for him. He had yeah. Whoopi Goldberg yeah. doing it. Who's well. that? Sicko? Tell him I'm fucking. Like <laughs> <laughs> Tell him I text. Right, I text. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I finally, I, I feel well enough. I take the kids and I, I <laughs> dropped them off in the morning. That was fine. I came back, took a nap, got up, f felt okay. Physically from being sick But like the stairs Were making me Fucking nuts Like yeah, man. I was exhausted And I was like yeah, Shaky man. and like yes. To drag my ass To the fucking car And I get in the car And I'm like Man fuck I, I took that nap I didn't eat anything yet Stop at the fucking 
Dunkin' Donuts. Bum, bum, bum. Because you know it's that. Never a good story. You know it's that Dunkin' Donuts. I can't, I can't wait. Go in the fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Say, I need a bagel. <laughs> Toasted. Cream cheese on the side. Creme chess? Two cream cheeses on the side. Two cream chests. Yeah, they come in the they come in the little things. Yeah. You, you could do one as one could cover a bagel. They do it at Starbucks. He likes a lot of cream cheese. They do it at Starbucks all the time. I tell him, you take the other cream cheese back. I only need one. He ain't you. He needs two. <laughs> Fucking go ahead. Anyway, Jesus. plus I, plus on top of that, I hadn't eaten for like six days. Yeah. So I'm fucking starving. Let the man Fuck. have his creme chest. The list is wet. Oh. Ayo. <laughs> Pit that on the list. Mm. Wet list on the list. Fuck. So, um, that's a sin and a shame. So you get a bagel, extra two cream cheese, cheese. two cream cheese. Orange Jess. Orange Jess? Of course. One dot. What kind? Was it plain keck? No. That's what I like. That's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> Hot tea. You went all a little out. bit of sugar. What L- kind L- of donut you get? I don't remember, dude. I was in a fucking steroid right, fucking right. dying haze. Right, just that. You had roid rage. <laughs> <laughs> I ri- well, in a minute, I'm going to wish I had fucking roid rage. <laughs> Fuck. Walking out the door, I think I'm in the clear. In comes fucking a, this crackhead guy. Of course. About about my size. Completely out of his mind. He kind of steams past me. And had I been in the right frame of mind, <laughs> I would have not even like looked at him. It just would have been like, whatever. But that somewhere the weird instinct kicked in and I turn and fucking give him the eyeball. Alright. I didn't tell you the story on purpose, so I can tell you tonight. Nice. My man says to me, <laughs> got a problem, pussy? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you want to do something about <laughs> Now, <laughs> here's here's where we're at. I'm I'm almost crawling to the car. Sure. I have this hot tea in my hand that is so hot. The the maniacs who work at fucking Dunkin' Donuts make it as hot as possible because they hate you. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I'm you know the thick styrofoam gimmicks they put it in. Yes. I'm feeling it's hot through, through that. that. I'm like, listen, this motherfucker. I'm not fighting this guy today. Yeah. I'm going to take this fucking tea and I'm going to chuck it in his fuck face. Then I say, I'm not even sure I got the energy to do that, honestly. Like, I'm struggling here. Yeah, sure. So I say to him, no, got no problem. Get in the car and I leave. Wow. That's how big a person I am, pal. Now, fast forward to this week. I stop at the Dunkin' Donuts. Feeling better. Feel, feel better though. Oh yeah, I yeah. feel like a million bucks. Okay. Now. He's up After I s- went through insane steroid withdrawal, I feel fucking. I feel like a million bucks now. Go to the fucking Dunkin' Donuts this week. Who's sitting at a table with another cracky? My man. Whoa! whoa so I'm in whoa. line, waiting, staring a hole through this motherfucker. Now this guy doesn't remember me. Whatever, says to his cracky friend. Fucking guy, fucking. Uh, I'm like, oh, you're fucking right. I'm looking at you. Fuck, whatever. 
doesn't know what to do, doesn't compete with him, compete with him, and he's like, and storms into the bathroom, probably smoke some crack. Wow. Get my gimmicks, hot tea. That's my new kick, hot tea. Bagel. Leave the leave the fucking joint. That's that. Didn't even get yeah. your hands dirty. Exactly. Did but I got him? my retribution. Sure. If you will. You gave him an up scumbag and he wasn't having it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure this is over. I'm not either. Oh, I by no means think this is over. Yeah. Any way, shape, or form. It's quite possible that I might send somebody over there. I mean, to do some bad things. I mean, you can send me. No, 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 no. We got people. Yeah. All right. Get intern. No, 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 no. It's it's not a matter of the of that we it can't we can't handle it. Yeah. It's a matter of we don't have to handle. Yeah. It. yeah of course. We got people for that. I might I might send somebody over there. <laughs> <laughs> just just. How old is he? It's hard to tell with them. Yeah, I'm going to say 52. I like that. Thanks. He's probably 24. <laughs> He's 52 in crack years. Right. I would like to take a, a, a quick moment to shout out this 24-year-old-ish hipster-slash-skateboarder-looking kid who could not be more healthy and able-bodied that's begging... For change in the street on Island Avenue in oh, Southwest yeah. Philly. Like, if he's a day over 25, I'll. Okay. Or it looks like he could fucking run a marathon today. We, we were driving some weird back way to work. Shout out, shout, shout out to that fucking bozo. But real quick, if his sign says, I'm lazy, give me money, I'll give him a dollar. Oh, if he comes clean, yeah. I'll give him five. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. But you ain't working me with this exactly, game. Exactly. Yeah. Like you ain't working with. I'm, I was in a war gimmick. Yeah. Like, oh, so. I had a bull. I, I was on the uh, the subway this weekend. I had, there's a bull that came on, doing the gimmick, where he's yo. I got fusion razors, <laughs> two for five. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Razor blades. Sure, sure. But you could tell like those are nice. They are. They are. The, the mock gimmicks. You could tell he was like fresh to the game. Like he was all fucked up. Like he was a junkie. Yeah, of course. But he still had like he's he a white kid. He still had like like his hair was shaped up. It wasn't a mess. Oh. But his kicks were starting to be frayed. Yeah, so like he's in like, the early stages. Like you're, of, oh, you're just in the life now. You just got in, you right. poor and bastard. This is still sort of fun. To yeah. You. Like all right, you go ahead. I've come up many a times, man. I came up on shit mad times from from junkies. Um. What the fuck did I get on 69th Street? Oh, yo, mad, mad. This is when I always had a Walkman on me, you know, cassette Walkman. And you know how those fucking things ran through batteries. Oh, yeah. You yo, get through a song and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're lucky to get through an album. And even that, th those two songs, just, they start slowing yeah. down. Like, like, yo, son man. had like 40, 20 packs yeah. of batteries. Yes. And I was like, I'll give you 10 clams for these drones. Yep. And I came up. I had batteries for like all of high school. Me and the wife just uh, like last month were going somewhere on the subway and we got carton of smokes, 10 bucks. Oh, that's carton a, of Marlboros for $10. That's a come up. That was like a smash and grab. It's like, like 10. The bull had a trash bag full of cartons of smokes. It's like 10 clams for a pack. For a pack. Right? Yeah. yeah. This what, bull didn't give a fuck. Yeah. When I worked on South Street, we had the regulars who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this table we're on now. Yep. 
three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the tattoo shop's just like the barber shop. You exactly. got like, yeah. during one yeah. cut, three yeah. dudes will come in yeah. with three different products. And until like, they violate, they're welcome. Absolutely. Like, what do you got? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got fucking whatever yeah. you got deodorant today yeah. give me some yeah right. yeah i got we, 10 i got right. 10 right guards <laughs> right. all right right when we lived on 10th street yeah, back yeah. in the day yeah. there was a bull always at the 7-eleven yeah yeah no lie, I legit got it. Uh, now, this is in the 90s. I got a VCR off of him for $7. I, I can't God tell you. you what me and Tony bought on South Street. Oh, like, I can't oh, even yeah, yeah. fucking begin to tell you. And it was almost a race to see who the guy was going to piss off first, me or Tony, <laughs> and then ban him from the shop so the new guy could come in. Right. Yeah. Like, we had a movie guy. We had a fucking furniture guy. We yeah. had a guy who had... Things you need. We yeah. had a guy who had <laughs> kitchen supplies. Yep. We had dudes all fucking over the That's place. like my barbershop, man. It's like whatever, you know, hang around long enough, whatever's clever. You'll find whatever you need. Yep. I would go in and Tony be like, spatula guy? You know him? I'm like, hey. <laughs> I had a fight with him. He's out. I'm like, fuck, man. I needed <laughs> I need a blender. A I needed a yeah. spatula. Yeah. Fuck it, hey. No doubt. Yeah, God bless him, man. God bless him. Uh, yeah, we well, we've been off. Yeah, how many shows did we miss? Just one. Just one. Just one. It was a week. Just off. one show. Yeah, I I. Uh, what you wanted to say something? No, um, you had a thing you wanted to read. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I was off because of. Uh, I was in the studio with Bill finishing up Heavy Metal King, so we're like ninety percent done. I'm not gonna bore anyone with studio talk, but he was down here. We worked basically five days straight through. So. Um, um, Everything's coming along well there, and you don't need any help with any lyrics. Yeah, I might to finish up, (laughs) so I'm gonna hit you up. (laughs) No, uh, I think a few times I mentioned my OG. Uh, That was really. His name is Curtis Schoon. Uh, He's in New York. OG Triple OG, and the OG Triple OG slang is thrown around like crazy right now. In, in, in this era, but this this dude is not to be fucked with on any level. Um, he, uh, if you ever heard of a book called Queen's Reign Supreme about Fat Cat and Pappy Mason and the real 50 Cent and, and all of those dudes, Schoon is basically the man behind that book. His name isn't on the cover, but it's basically him telling the story through this kid, Ethan, who, who got credit for the book. All the pictures in there of back in the 80s, Queens, drug lords, all of that shit. Schoon supplied all of that. Um, he got involved with legitimate business um, after all, all of the street shit early on and does really well for himself. Uh, connected to Hollywood and, and, some, and some movies and screenwriting and stuff. Uh, at any rate, he's probably, of every single person that exists on Twitter... Um, he's he's my favorite person to follow, and I consider him a friend. Uh, he he wrote some shit recently about the current state of affairs in America. Um, the 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 you know Trump being in the backlash, these marches, and he just he just wrote some shit that is in line with my line of thinking. Um, maybe not you guys. I just wanted to. Um, read some of the shit he wrote and tell me what you think about it. Uh, he also, if he if he talks about the left like we have or or critiques it, he gets the obvious backlash of like, well, what do you support Trump? So I, I think that's started getting to him this particular day. 
you know? Well, I mean, that goes back to uh, one of my my criticisms of, of the left is that they have a real hard time looking at themselves and some of the mistakes that have been made. And you can't improve as a person or movement or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ideology or whatever. If you don't at some point look at yourself and say, okay, I'm, I'm fucking up. We're, I'm fucking up. We're fucking up. This is fucked up. You have to be able to look. How can you fix something if you refuse to admit that it's broken? Yeah. I mean, you start getting into some of the things that have always been awful about the right. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're, you're so set. It's like, Yo, maybe if we tweaked this a little bit and did thought this way and this and that, we would have a better go at it as opposed to, no, 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 we're right. Like, it, it doesn't always work that way. Man. Yeah. And until you start to admit that as an individual or uh, a group of individuals or a mindset or whatever, you're going to be stuck. Yeah. It's just indeed. the way it is. You can, you can go from that on the level of one individual to... Uh, huge groups of individuals just because you the bottom line is just because you think something doesn't mean it is right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean Indeed. and whatever yeah, i'm talking about nothing God. no no absolutely not um all right so yeah anyone who's on twitter should follow curtis he's at curtis schoon s-c-o-o-n um so this is him uh like last week uh, again, I, I reiterate, he must have been fed up with defending himself because if you don't ride with everyone from the left, all of a sudden right. you're right wing. I wasn't having it. Um, not a Trump supporter. However, I'm no fan of false accusations. If a wrong was done, take action. I'm all for it. If not, find another route. Both sides are digging their heels in, each rather to right than on the side of right. In the end, everyone will get what they deserve. I learned firsthand how irresponsible media can be. Framing a narrative to meet a deadline is so much easier than letting facts develop. To get access, media has to play the game. Reporters facilitate relationships that will keep them in the loop. At what cost? On a local level, law enforcement have their preferred journalists. They leak facts that favor their case and prosecution. On a local level, law enforcement have their preferred journalist. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, rereading the facts of persecution. I suspect the very same thing happens on the national and international level. There's no way around any of it, but people have to think more. It's just too easy to parrot things you find entertaining or favorable to your views. Question everything, especially things you believe. I have to keep reminding people I'm not a Trump supporter because being completely unbiased gets misconstrued. Mm. Just think about that. I don't care who you are. I'm going to do my best to give you a fair shake. I don't get caught up in groupthink. I man, I could not agree with every point in there more than I do. Um, like, and I, I don't find a flaw in anything you just read. I'm going to continue, and this is him uh, again. I'm not speaking for him. I'm reading what he wrote. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying he he kind of uh, he's kind of had it with some of the 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 the. 
I'm using this in quotes because social justice is, is to be taken serious. I believe it's being downplayed by some people that are trying to get themselves over Certainly. rather than their cause. And this is who he's going at right here. There are He's talking about specific people, but I don't want to say that for him. Right. He says it on his own timeline, and it's two people that I have a specific problem with, too, um, who are wrapped up with BLM. Um, stop letting people make a living off you by off you by simply placating you with turkeys on Thanksgiving and school supplies when school starts. Working people into a frenzy is the only skill set some have. <laughs> Don't make their job easy. You know, a lot of these young radicals are going to wish they didn't go on record with some of the things they say after they mature. The more you study these people, the more you'll realize certain patterns. These activist types imagine I'm some sort of nemesis. Meanwhile, they're their own worst enemy. They despised balanced thought. Their game is to bully weak people into falling in line. They bully with words because words are their life. These imbeciles have, have had the floor unchallenged for too long. Stop dragging the rest of us who are working hard on self into your mess. The vast majority of black people are concerned with making a living first and foremost. Bring some food to the table and we can talk. How does it feel either to be dancing for a check or for a, or auditioning for one? Wearing blackface in either scenario. Shameless. Get on social media and call people coons all you want. I believe that's called projecting. Your preemptive strike, I guess. Not working. If I had my way, never mind. Let's just say a lot of people should just thank God for his grace. If I'm pro anything, it's truth. And sometimes the truth cuts like a knife. So... That was just some shit that I, I love Schoon. I love his line of thinking. I love that he comes at these people's necks who uh, are quick to call other black folk coons or mm. you're cooning or this and that. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's, been, he's been successful and continues to be very successful. And he uses his tongue as a sword and backs shit up. He invests in um, the black community. He invests... He, he went on something I showed OG about, and we were like, this dude's so on point. He was talking about people that can complain about gentrification, and he's like, no one is stopping you from doing that. Mm -hmm. He's like, I have my, I bought buildings in the hood. I'm black. Who is stopping? Who is stop? The chinos that are buying up all mm -hmm. those spots, buy them then. Mm -hmm. Who is controlling gentrification? Gentrification is one thing that isn't particularly controlled by the white man. It's controlled by money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that the white man doesn't have money. Right, right, right. I, don't get me twisted. And don't think, I don't think they're slumlords or a white. What right, right, right. He's very much classism, Schoon. He's very wrapped up in class as opposed to race. He doesn't give a fuck. And he's very wrapped up in personal responsibility when it comes to like, yo, if you're struggling because you're struggling and that, and the, the, the situation in this country and the United States and it's, um, hundreds and hundreds of years of certain patterns of behavior has put you there, then I feel for you. But if you're lazy <laughs> right, and you don't feel like working, 
stop it with the and I'm not even going to use the word but stop it with it's the system right it's this because it's, absolu- it's, it's this the, the, the world is out to get me you know what I mean let me again I want to reiterate I'm not even talking that white man shit I'm talking like the system's out to get me or um, and this again classism I know white people that say this shit you know what I'm saying I know people of all from every um, level of class and from every rain every color in the rainbow it's victimitis, man. You know what I'm saying? I know well-off white kids are dictionary definition of victimitis. The world's out to get me. You're out to get me. I have people in my cipher. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I had to get out and cut out like a cancer because people think the world owes them something and don't understand that there are people that came from Richard Allen Projects, from Maul Haven Projects in the South Bronx, from Patterson Projects in the South Bronx, and was like... I'm going to win regardless of what right. situation I was placed in. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he's just a believer in that. Well, the, the personal responsibility part of that is what really speaks to me because I don't. there's not enough paid attention to that line of thinking. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I'm one of the biggest proponents of the system is designed to keep people down. Yes. All of us down in yes. some way. But ultimately you're a human being in charge of your own actions. Like, if you become a junkie, nobody's pitting that needle into your arm but right, you. Right, You know what I mean? They're extenuating circumstances. To understand it. I get it. But in the end, personal accountability. Well, the, the funny thing that you brought that up, the way that you did, someone was asking me about a fighter today. Um, it's not as heavy as drugs, but it's, I'm just drawing a parallel. Someone was asking about this kid. His name's Demetrius Andre. All the talent in the world. Um, could be great. I'm going to say he's good because he hasn't tested himself. Now, this kid, the kid asked me about him. I said, skill set is amazing, but he's not doing anything. He's been inactive. And the kid was like, yeah, he's had like some promotional, you know, he, he was caught up. Like He decided to go with the devil that lured him in into that nobody made him sign those papers. I signed a bad deal when I was a kid. You never see me blaming. You know what I'm saying? Will Absolutely. I talk about a person who burned me for money? And will I always have heat with that? Of course. But I didn't. I made that decision. You're not pitting the blame on. No, I you may be angry I, about I, it. Right. I signed a bad deal without proper representation. But I was responsible for that when I first got. Uh, Stoop and I got our first sniff of a major label. I wasn't even of age. So I couldn't have signed that without my mom. And that would have saved me. They wanted us to sign a 10-album deal Jesus Christ! in 1994 for $250,000. And I was like, where do I sign? Bro, I'd be getting out of a 10-deal now, like now. 10-album deal with a 250K that would have said bye-bye a fucking... In long six months? T- uh, yeah. I mean, who knows what I would have done with it at that point. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have been, been able to spe- spend it until I was 18. But you get where I'm coming from. Man. Personal responsibility, man. Everywhere. Do people have uh, more cards stacked against them? Of, of course. course. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying anyway. And in these last... These last few months, it somehow seems like I'm leaning more right or something. And it's like, it couldn't be further from the truth in terms of how I view things socially. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably, economically, I probably am a conservative, economically. But that has nothing to do with anybody else's life. Yeah, and that's not social. You know what I'm saying? Socially, have at it, man. 
Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you're happy. The only time when we brought it up in previous episodes is where I thought that some people's decisions do interfere with other people's lives. And we we argued about it and then hugged before we yeah. left that night. It's it's neither here nor there, you know what I mean? Uh, a topic we're going to talk about soon, but hopefully next episode that I have a real problem with is this uh, young girl who identifies as a boy, transgender, who is now taking loads and loads of testosterone to quote-unquote become a boy and is a wrestler and is wrestling little girls and <laughs> ragdolling the fuck out of them, man. And if that was my daughter or son who had to wrestle that person, someone's getting fucked up. It ain't the kid, so I'm going to fuck the parents up. So... You know what I'm saying? I'm just put like, bro, would you be okay if one of the, your, you have a daughter, you have three daughters, would you be okay if a dude was wrestling them and beating <laughs> dog shit out of them? I don't have an opinion on that. <clears throat> My main question well, we is- Well, we're not going to get into it now, but it's, <clears throat> say, go ahead. And we'll lead, that'll lead us into next episode. You know what I'm All saying? All I want to know is, did they open up for Celtic Frost? Who is that? Victimitis. <laughs> <laughs> Huge pop. Huge pop. You know selling that? No, it was good. He's just he's been sitting on it for forty years. <laughs> he sat on two things tonight. The one who was trying to have a go at Sicko, and that he just does it. It's it's a it's a Oh, I'll get my opportunity. Yes, pal. It looks like an animal about to pounce yeah. on its prey. I wonder if it's written on the fucking it's on the side um, of my arm. Oh wait. Yeah, so I mean, Victimitis. Oh the, the, the thing about that is, man, you know, it's like to me that's infringing on forget rights. Throw that out the window. What you perceive to be a right, you're infringing on someone's well-being. I mean, I mean, you're gonna get the shit knocked out of you by, but you know, if we're gonna buy into this, which you guys do and I don't, that you become this and then you are that. Well, then a dude is fucking up little girls. Yeah. So, now again, I'm going to go back to something Gavin's been saying, which I love. You can't fucking keep... I don't mean you. you people can't go, well... Uh, I'm this. I, I'm this. I, I, I'm this. I, I, but I have a right to do this. I, you, yo, yeah. man, you, like Gavin said earlier, pick a side. I understand you can't always pick a side because I'm a walking contradiction when it comes to my politics. I've said this on air on previous episodes. I'm pro-gun and then I'm anti- You know what I mean? Pro-gun, pro-gun, pro-gun is such something that the right sees as their... Yeah. As as yeah. As, as, as what they... Um, That's one of the main proponents propon- of their entire existence. Right, and, and I don't... And if you say just this by saying the fact that you are pro-gun... People who may not know you as well are automatically going to categorize Absolutely. you Absolutely. by that. Absolutely. It's funny that you bring that up, too, because going back to the personal responsibility aspect of the argument, like you and I have never really had a discussion of, of gun control, gun laws, gun rights, right. whatever. And I'm pretty sure because of things that you've said to me, you think I think one way about it. And I, and I think it's, it's really off. I, I don't. No, no, no. I don't like, think I don't think you guys. I think if you guys had as much of a problem with it as some people do, you would have said something to me. Like, I'm on be, record saying I'm 100% pro gun. Yeah, I know I'm you actually, are. I am 100% pro gun. Yeah. Like to and and that comes back to responsibility because I personally hate guns and I would never own one. Yeah. They scare the shit out of me. Yeah, of course. I think it would be fun to go to like a shooting range and shoot a gun. It's very yeah. fun. It's I, I would fun. I would do it in a heartbeat. I've never touched a gun in my yeah. life. I don't, you know. The thing is 
with the hysteria that comes after every time something fucked up happens where people are sh- shooting people with giant machine guns. Where, a gun is a fucking inanimate object that cannot load and shoot itself. Correct. The gun doesn't do anything. Correct. Wait, it can shoot itself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Mikat well, well, is a person. <laughs> nice. No, but check but back it. to personal, you know, responsibility. Yeah. Like, it's... I lost my train. But but check it before we break. Let me just. Oh, I want to say I wanted to ask y'all what y'all thought about some of it. But here's the thing, man. I've been on record as saying this: if you put us in a situation, socially speaking, like Scandinavia or Copenhagen, and nobody had guns, I'm in. Yeah, I'll turn my shit in. Yeah, I have to me. Police have too much power. Absolutely. To me, people who shouldn't be armed are armed. So I'm just leveling my own Ab- playing field. Absolutely. That's how I, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, if you have a gun, you're this. No, 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 no. No, you're not. No, you're as, not long, anything. as long as police have guns, I will have a gun. As long as I know that there might be some maniac, you know what I'm saying, who bought... Um, a, 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 an unregistered hammer with the serial number scratched right. off and could run up in my mom's crib or anything like that, I'm going to stay strapped. If you, if, if somebody is smart enough to figure out how to get rid of all of them, I'll turn mine in. You know what I'm saying? Outside of, I, I like to be at the range. That shit's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you have it where like they only exist at the range and you go there, I'm all right with all that. Yeah. But, but let me just bring it back before we go to break. Like, What do y'all think I know I read a lot about Schoon, but what do you think about these people? Obviously, they exist on both sides, so forget about... He's talking about these dudes from the left, but what do you think about these people who sit on Twitter and push these buttons and have lots of followers? I'm not talking about someone who doesn't have followers. Like, these two dudes I'm talking about have lots of, lots of, lots of followers, not just on Twitter, along all social media, and stoke the fucking fire, yeah. but they ain't on the front lines, yeah. man. And that's what he's calling, who he's I, calling the test. I have a thing, and it's, it's definitely like the punk rock side of me. Good or bad, right or wrong, like, I'm not comfortable with following. I am not comfortable with, like, aligning myself. I... If you'll notice in these conversations that we've had, I've never used the terms left and right. I yeah. refuse to identify with any yeah. of it. And you say it's it's contradiction. I don't think it's contradiction at all in in your politics. Yeah, it that's humanity. Some things you're over here with something that's balanced and in a way it's moderate. Well, our good friend Seamus Ryan, aka Asso, said, God bless him. So yeah, well you. You just talk all that shit because you play the middle, and that's easy. You don't pick a side, and I'm, and he doesn't want to hear that the left doesn't do everything correctly, right? That's no the, matter that, what. And that's, that's the fucking exactly. Seamus Ryan Esoteric is the dictionary definition of modern day left. Nothing is wrong. Um, to, he's to the point where he didn't enjoy his football team the patriots winning the super bowl because the owner right. is a trump and i'm like have at it i guess yeah i mean i would like, actually feel the same way but that's one aspect of a very multifaceted sort of existence i get what you're saying yeah, yeah i mean if you tell me a, a fighter i love is reps the far right i don't give a fuck yeah i mean that's on any level but like like gavin says it all the fucking time over and over like you, aligning yourself with anything that's part of a collective to me is dangerous. 
like that's there's you you relinquish all kinds of individuality um and like schoon was saying you know I will not be part of group thing. Yeah. Like there are some aspects I may agree with certain yeah. people on, but I'm never going to subscribe wholeheartedly. And I think these twi- these people on Twitter that have these armies of followers, yeah. it's it doesn't matter what side they're on, both Agreed. are dangerous. Agreed. If you're right, if you're left, I, I think it's dangerous. And all of the ones that I'm familiar with from the right and the left, it's all self-serving. Absolutely. They're they're getting checks from these things. That they're representing. There you go. Like, both dudes I'm talking about don't go to a nine-to-five and then do this all night and go on four hours of sleep. And They're getting checks cut to them by these far-left sites, these far-right sites. I mean, who who reps Trump? I don't know how you pronounce it. Bybart? Breitbart. Breitbart. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... All right, we know where they stand. That's cool. If that's your gimmick, that's yeah. your gimmick. And then you know where, like, you know, the daily chaos is. Right. Left. It's like so. It's it's very uh, it's very like it's very plexiglass to me. I see through these dudes, and even when they write something I agree with, it's got, it still it's, sticks in my craw. There's a caveat to it. It's like we've talked about that before, OG. Like. Yo, I might not even disagree with this motherfucker, but but I don't like this motherfucker. But I don't right, like, I don't right. like how this is going the, over. The thing, but I, he just wrote ten sentences, and I agree with ten of them. But I ain't. I just yeah. For me, there's it's it's the lack of research. Like like Schoon was saying, you people will blindly put their faith in yes. without doing the research. Who is this guy aligned with? Correct. Who? How is he benefiting? Um, there's something that that that. Uh, my wife and I have talked about that never occurred to me that, that she brought up to me. Um, one thing that happens with people in the movement and yeah. you pick any movement you want, yeah, yeah, good yeah, or yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. is that people expect them to do all this stuff for free. Right. Like, how are you going to pay your bills? Correct. And I get that. Correct. And there's ways of sustaining yourself through the movement. Honest, integral ways. Correct. There are people that are patrons Correct. that will help you. Correct. These are the things you need to look, not you personally. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. are the things you need to look into. If you choose to follow these people, yes. regardless of what yes. side, who's paying them? Who are they in bed with? Who who are they working for? Yes. Like, that's, and nobody does that. They're, like your man was saying, they're mesmerized by the words. Yes. And it's the easiest thing to do because our culture is so intellectually drained and the bar is set so, so low. fucking low. It's like this last Trump address that went over. Yeah. Because he wasn't frothing at the mouth and speaking gibberish, people are going nuts. Right. Presidential. He's, he's Right. Bro, I'm going to add to that. I'm going to build on what you're saying. Like two, two of the people I'm talking about, what you're saying, because we're so devoid of in- intellect at this point, you know what I mean? It's basically idiocracy, the movie. Comes Absolutely. To life, that these dudes are articulate, so it looks like they're the fucking exactly. second coming of Martin or Malcolm, and they're snake oil salesmen. It's the emperor's new clothes. It they're is, telling bro. you it something. Is, bro. bro, one of these people is, who was that girl we talked about a few episodes? Rachel Dolezal? Right, right, Who's right. fucking transracial? Yo, one of these people I'm talking about is a white boy that identifies as black. Yeah. And that's who people are riding for because all that needs to be said once is we have your best interests at heart. And everything that's said after that is decided 
doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. It's all moot. It yeah, doesn't matter that they that, that 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 one of them was caught taking money from this fund. It doesn't matter that the other one, instead of pushing the agenda of poor black folk, is pushing his separate agenda of gay rights, which which of course doesn't matter. But don't right. don't get in the door through one exactly. and then wrap the other. That's it, what I'm saying. And when you say that out loud, it sounds like I'm like, well, now I'm anti-gay. Which of course that's right. Not, I'm like, oh, be genuine before right? right. Trump be, be genuine about how you're getting in the door, exactly. and then push this agenda. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Then you're getting into the LGBT community of people of color when you really got in the door by saying I'm I'm riding for Trayvon. And I'm riding, you know what I'm saying? Yep. For 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 Mike Brown and these. That's not why you got it. That's not how you got in. You got in by that, and then you got in the door, and you kicked some all off the wall shit. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna have people flip. You know what I mean? It's this idea of, and especially nowadays with the advent of social media, any person can invent their own narrative. Yes. And people, because they see it on a computer screen or a phone screen. We'll fucking buy into it, right? Like it's and that's what Schoon was, and Schoon was responding to that shit that happened with uh, who's the dude? Well, now there's two. Who's the first dude that was caught talking to Russia? I don't know. Okay, whatever his name was, yeah. you know, the left obviously had a field day. Of course, that's what's going to happen. But that's why he went into that. Like, watch what you, where you get it from. Right. Watch the narrative because yep. if this dude trips. It's a wrap yep. on that side. And it's the same goes for the right with Obama. Like anything he did, right. it was, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you something that's fucking nuts. Um, one of the things that Trump said, in, 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 well, he's been on, I'm 100% with him, but not for the reasons that he's saying it. When Trump goes on off about the press, yes. like I'm with it. So like, am I. The press is paid to lie. Yes. The press is paid to shape narratives and they're paid to make money. If you Their repped us, is, if you repped us and banned CNN, I'd fucking buy you a gift. Right. It's just that it was him. I still it's, cracked up though that he. I still. I still. Mark. Sure. I mean, sure. this dude's a lunatic. He's a sociopath. But him banning CNN. I mean, like just the balls on this fucking. Uh, that's guy. heavy. I mean, he's a fuck face, and he's like, he's getting more. I thought maybe he'd get in. Because you know, historically, being a Howard Stern fan, that guy's not that guy's not representing the far right. No. That guy's views pre-running were all left, pro-abortion, pro everything. I thought he was gonna get his foot in and then maybe act right, but he's wild. No, he's. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm I mark for the dude whose son passed away. God bless his soul. Who knows, sold Trump? I, I'm fucking mean. The soldiers fight yeah, all day. Yeah, all yeah. Day. The, dude, the commando dude. He's a like legit commando. Yeah. And it was like, yo, why is my kid dead? This shit shouldn't happen. Yeah. Why? I, yo, this mission shouldn't have happened. Why was he in there? Why is he dead? And Trump did the like, come kick it with me gimmick. And he, he no sold him. And, like, and, I, and how dare I ain't you? I having it. And how dare you? Use you my got, son's death. You're using his death as a platform. Yeah, to benefit. To get yourself over. That's the thing, man. You. you you need to look into, not you personally, people need to look into what the true agenda is. What There was a thing about that stupid fucking Super Bowl commercial yeah. um, from the lumber company, right? Yeah. And I had put up a, a, a Facebook status like, 
are you telling me people are buying this? Like you're feeling good? Like this is an altruistic thing that this lumber company pit this together to yeah. show? And people were like, "Nah, man, they're doing a good." Th I'm like, yeah, yeah. "I'm like, bull, they're 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 selling a product. They have sure, no interest in sure, help." And sure. people came at me and this and that and the other thing. And then finally, God bless my wife who does all the research because yeah. God knows I don't do it. I'm right. not I'm not that invested in it. Right. But it was like, here's the lumber company. Here's who they voted for, who they support, and it's all Trump. It's all right wing. It's all yeah, Trump. Yeah, Trump. Yeah. Trump. So just. Do it's easier nowadays. Well, I said something, bro. Like, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Amazon commercial. It's a priest and an imam, a Muslim imam. Yeah, I've seen that. And um, they're like hanging out, and right, you know what I'm saying? I think I have seen it, and yeah. it's like super heartwarming on that level. But I posted, like, you that's I'm a manipulation. Fully, I'm fully aware that this is pandering, yes. But da 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 da. But Amazon was pitting themselves over. Right, right. That's who got over. Right. Amazon. And I, and I, for me, I just liked that they didn't that they portrayed a good Muslim brother. So it was different for me. Sure. And that's that's a step up and that's that's an advantage. But it's still pandering. It's absolutely pandering. And that's the thing. Where is it coming from? It's coming from a corporation whose only existence is to make money. Of course. Now you show me a nonprofit organization yeah. that took donations to have that commercial right. made. I'm all sure, for it, man. Yeah. That's the thing. You got to look at what's behind what you're seeing. Agreed. Why is it being presented to you? Why are you being... Because anything you see is only because you're allowed to... It's of course, allowed to be seen. Of course. There's nothing spontaneous in no. the world through the media. That no. does not happen. On the other hand, someone can't sit there and criticize these companies for not doing anything. So if you just have... These same people will then say, "Well, Target just has a commercial that says whatever. They should be sending some kind of message. Like you can't have it both ways." Agreed. If if a company makes an attempt, no matter how genuine it is or not, there's something to be said for that on some level, as opposed to them not doing anything, even though they're catering no, towards would, a specific thing. Like you can't. The people sit who are critiquing criticize. that would critique if they did nothing. Right. Yeah. Like you can't. Like yeah. like you can't have it both ways. Yeah. These companies exist and they need to thrive on some level. So if they're making a commercial that is pandering and not as legitimate as it could be, should be, whatever, whatever, or they make a commercial that just says Target or whatever. You can't sit there and say, well, these motherfuckers, they got billions of dollars and they just make a commercial that just says Target. Right. Why right. aren't they fucking sending right. some kind of... Like, that's that back and forth No, again, it is. You know I, mean? I can go back and forth with it myself. Yeah, because... it makes me fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It makes me fucking crazy because, like, people are real quick to criticize... Like, I keep saying Target is what's popping in my head, but I don't even know what the fuck Target does, but... yeah. Tar why isn't Tar Target's got billions of dollars? Why don't they make a commercial that sends some kind of message? Right. Okay. Then they make some commercial that sends some kind of some kind of message. That same motherfucker will be like, "Well, they're just fucking pen." Like, right. like, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. The yeah. Fuck, no, indeed. Man? For and, me, for me, it's like I know that Amazon took heat for that commercial. Yeah. It's factual. It's not yeah. not guesswork. Researched. They took heat because Middle America's head exploded to yeah. see, you know, an imam. Well, on their that, television. Okay, so, so, uh, look, okay, there was there was some product I don't remember what it was, but the depiction was two dudes married with a kid, and the kids eating the cereal, uh -huh. or whatever the yeah, fuck it was. It was like Cheerios. Yeah. I okay. So Cheerios. Now, now, so you can say they're fucking pandering to a certain. Fucking sure. Thing, sure. But you can also say sure. 
Well, they don't have to do anything because they're fucking cheerios. They can yeah, just say maybe, fucking buy cheerios. Or maybe a kid being like, Dad, what's this? And then it opens up right. My, a dialogue. Right. Yeah. My so thing, though, is, is, and again, this comes solely from being a punk rocker. This has nothing to do with right, left, what I believe or not. Because these are corporations doing them, I, I'm, I'm no, I understand far that. More cynical, I understand like, no, no, that too. Poor, absolutely, and but but the reality of it is, these corporations exist, and they are going to do advertising. Oh yeah. So, yeah. what what I want to say though is, at the, at the worst, my pro, and it's it's kind of like bad music. My problem isn't with the bands that make the bad music. My problem isn't really so much with the corporation. It's the fucking 98% of humanity that watches but, this shit okay. and thinks it's real fucking Okay, life. but here's the thing. Yeah. There is some something in people that is, no matter how cynical anybody gets, they're hoping for the best. Sure. So, so maybe the reality of it is exactly the way you described it. I don't debate that. But for someone to sit there and say, oh, that's all right, and not have to sit there and do the research to find out why it's not all right. Maybe it's okay on some level for them to say like, oh, that was all right. It could have been a commercial See, I, of fucking, I kind of think that's doing a disservice, but it's not a, it's not a huge disservice to what to that person. And whatever cause is in the thing, like the person themselves, if they're, you know, like people themselves, there are places, there are organizations to go to that are doing good things, that are doing exactly the things that are being portrayed in yeah, conversation. Yeah, of course, that, of course. That, I, I hear but exactly what you're saying. But, but Gavin's nobody, saying, nobody Gavin, do that. Gavin's saying, saying these things exist whether we want them to or not. We can't will them away. Sure. Not, it, so it, if they exist and they did something good, should we give them an ounce of credit or, or should we not? You know I don't, I mean? but I understand what you're saying and I don't disagree with it. On a personal level, I don't. Yeah, the personal thing, it's well, like cool. Th th yeah, it's whatever. But it, can a person be criticized who just sits there and says, okay, that's a cool commercial. Like, I'm already aware that fucking Cheerios exist, but that's an all right thing to fucking put out there. No, I don't, I'm, no, I don't, I don't have a big problem with it. I think it's, it's uh, individually, again, like, am I, am I going to look into, like, who does Cheerios sponsor? Who's yeah, Cheerios who do they parent support? Company? Yeah. Are they making like nuclear weapons? On yeah, our kids are their kids in like, the slave wages. Right, exactly. But, but you can do that, bro, and like never sleep because your well, mind and, will and eat at you. That was leading it really to my will, other point. Man. Like, I mean, I wear Jordans and I have a song about sweatshops. Like, yeah, what does that make me look yeah. like? And I mean, I, let's be real about it. I'm the same way. I have many, many, many contradictions. Yeah. that go along things like with that. That's that basically goes around to the main point. Nothing's perfect. So I don't personally have heat with somebody who is w wishing for the best case scenario. So they wanted this lumberyard company to, yeah, to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and just the fact that it had the initial impact that it had says something. Whether the intent was genuine or not, it opened up the dialogue. result yeah. was what it was. So, you know, I get in those moods as well where I want to fucking spoil that time for someone. I want to be like, nah, man, you're, you're not looking at the fucking big picture. But sometimes I think it's okay for someone to see that commercial again and be like, oh, that was all right. Or 
it doesn't always have to be 900 layers of things when one of those layers made some sort of uh, positive whatever, some sort of yeah. something. Yeah, it wasn't like, come to Jim's Lumberyard, here's some wood. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it could have easily been that as well because they obviously yeah. bought the spot. Now, they know it's on the Super Bowl. They know it. that fucking 50 million people are watching it. They know that they're getting in uh, on the angle of a certain demographic. They know all that shit, and we know that. Yeah. But on some level, the amount of talking it made people do and, the, again, the fact that they could have easily put fucking anything in there. Yeah. It's like, well, these motherfuckers are going to do it. At yeah. least it's at least it's – I'm not being worked, but I but it's something that – Maybe somebody in fucking Minnesota saw and was like, oh, man, I'm going to go down to gyms because I agree with them. You yeah, know, whatever. And, 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 Jerry Lawler down in Memphis, Tennessee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe, bro, I like the Amazon commercial and knew I was getting work. Right, I'm right, allowed to right, do both. Right. Now, I knew Amazon, I was Amazon, for example, is big enough to say, we're Amazon. You deal with us already. You buy so our here shit. we are again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 the more we're talking this out, and the more I'm thinking again, I I'm th- I think I have more of a problem with again the people buying into it because it's a distortion of truth. I can't fault the company for doing what they're doing, making the ad that they're doing. I'm really, in all honesty, I'm more defending the people who buy into it. You 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 can't expect people to be smartened up to everything so if somebody just sees it on a certain level that's all right see i think it's disingenuous i think it's going back to what schoon was saying it's like you're not seeing the truth in things and there are other avenues yeah, man to, to, I, I mean i i know what you're saying and you can't expect but but i at this point i kind of do because it's not the fate of the world, but it's kind of close to the fate of our country. It's kind of dependent on shit like this and what people are, are believing that is being you know, fed to them, whether it's yeah, commercials okay, or politics. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. For this particular commercial, what difference in the big picture does it make how someone perceives this commercial? Because they're getting the wrong idea. They're, they're getting the idea that, that things... Are number one everything sweet? Number two that these pro let's take immigration. These immigration problems. I didn't see this commercial. I didn't either. Way. So I it's hard for me to comment. Me too. I know the Amazon one. Have you well. seen the Amazon one? Yes. Okay. Let's let's use that for an example. Okay. That one's actually a better thing because that that to me is far more insulting because you're 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 giving the idea to again a population that is not very smart. That all this conflict of Christian, Muslim, whatever, whatever, is uh, is simply fixable. Like it's it, it's it's not. It's so much. There's so much more to it, and it leads to these attitudes of like, well, people should just get along. Well, yeah, but th- there's more to fixing the problem than everybody should. But you get think along. those problems can be solved in a thirty second spot? In the Super Bowl. No, that's what no, I'm he's arguing. Say, he's saying they, well, well, I'm saying they're doing more of a disservice because they these problems can't be solved with a stupid, emotional, emotionally manipulative 30 second commercial. And I think that that they exist does a disservice to people who want to know the truth. Stop laughing at me. I don't. I'm not laughing at myself. I think on some level, 
it's all part of. Is it better, is is it it better, this is it better a, than nothing? This is a tough thing. No, because way, what much worse than nothing. This is a tough enough. thing because like come out and, and do what Gavin's saying. Like we make wood, buy our lumber. I got more respect for you. That's what you're doing. What you're doing is creating this wonderful utopian narrative yeah, that the, people the, in but, middle america but, believe no man maybe true. maybe it's maybe look at it in a different way maybe it's wishful thinking of what people not that they believe that that's what's happening but maybe that's what they are perceiving could happen see and i'm too cynical to think that's the case i know i know what you're saying and I now we go to this is what one of the problems is with people of our mindset We've gotten so cynical at this point True. that it's like, guess what? We're just as bad now as the other side, and nothing's going to ever change. If we don't do a little bit of this and a little bit of fucking a positive slant on it, and that sounds insane but coming see, from I'm, me. I'm all but for that, but not in the ways that are being handed to me because they're false. They're, they're surface things. The things that need to be done to make positive change happen are very difficult things that involve a lot of commitment, commitment and work. These commercials, and I fully believe all this shit is all part of mind, control, mind conditioning. You're conditioned to a way of life. Television is a huge factor in that where people who are not as smartened up as we are and other people who have been smartened up through life buy into all that. They think TV is real. They think... Everything on TV is real. Then you think that <clears throat> Judas Priest made those kids kill themselves because that's the same mentality. You think people aren't smart enough to interpret things the way they're meant to be interpreted. For the most part, yeah. So I, then you support what the PMRC and no, all that stuff. Not at you all. You absolutely do. I do not. Thing. There's the t can't have it both ways, sicko. I you do can't not have it both ways. You can't you you I, can't say for certain things and then for other things. It doesn't work that way. You just made the same argument that the PMRC made and that 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 ilk. Nah, made. not even you close. Absolutely did, not man. Not even you close. Am I wrong? I, I don't disagree with you. Walked no. right into it, sick. Not you even close. Right it's it. okay. But I don't. I I disagree with you. You're sitting there saying that d people are being manipulated by certain things on TV and certain things, this and that and the other thing. That's the same thing they were saying about music stuff. Certain people are being manipulated by this fucking music stuff, right. and it needs to be this. It needs to be that. So you just said the same thing. No, I'm saying people are being manipulated. I'm not saying it needs to be anything or anything. I'm saying it's on those well, people who are being manipulated. They're not smart. Those kids that were driven to whatever by Judas Priest, it's not on Judas Priest. It's on them kids. They're not smart. They believe shit. They believe. Oh, my God. He's insane. He's just lost his mind. <laughs> You've lost your mind. Okay. How have I lost my those mind? Those kids are. Uh, you think that those kids did that shit because of the way they interpreted a record? No. Well, that's what you just said. No, <laughs> you said it's no. on those kids. Oh, my God, no. I think those kids were fucked up individuals. Right. Okay? Yes. They were probably stupid enough and fucked up enough where whatever spoke to them on the Judas Priest record, they took that as truth. Because they're not intelligent. Oh, that's they're a, not that's intelligent. A, I didn't hear what he said. Repeat that for Vinny. I don't want to misquote you. I think those kids who are emotionally fucked up right. didn't have the, the judgment. They heard that's whatever they heard. That's not what you said. What did I say then? Stupid. <laughs> you said they, they were. Okay. They were too stupid to recognize fantasy from reality 
and bought into whatever they bought into from the Judas Priest records. Where somebody like me or you will listen to be like, that's a cool fucking song. And those devil lyrics are cool, kind of funny. That's that's where the problem, the disconnect comes in. It's not but, with Ju- it's not with Judas Priest, and I'm not saying that like. But I, how that means every stupid person, every stupid person needs to work on themselves to become smarter. They can't. I mean, I, well, uh, you want the, you want I things take, to change. That's what has to I happen. Take, oh. I take issue with the fact that on some level, the way you're explaining it, you think that they were stupid. I my head goes to they were emotionally disturbed. And no one was helping them out. I mean, that's there's a, a huge difference. In that. I think that's huge a huge factor difference. in it. But at bottom line, if you're buying into something that's complete fantasy, you're not the smartest person. Oh, he's. Uh, I do not disagree with you more. Okay. No fucking way. Man. I mean, if I come up to you, and, and I'm not saying that there's not instances of that, but I'm saying. You're that fucked up and, and, and have that sort of mental um, issues that you're getting certain things from a record that may or may not be there. Mm-hmm. That's not a lack of intelligence. That's that you're fucked up and nobody's helping you out. I mean, okay. I'll, cons- I'll concede that. I take, that's okay. what I take problem with. That's All right. What I have a problem and, and, and that's case especially? Absolutely. I, I mean, will, it's the I same will thing agree with Ricky Casso. You know what I'm saying? Like... He was mentally ill when he killed, you know, when and he no performed that. Was, say, no one no was going to help that now, kid. Now, I'm not saying that there should be a certain amount of uh, sympathy for him because he did fucking terrible things. Yeah. But you look back on it and it's like, oh, he's not a fucking dumb guy. He's a fucking disturbed guy who no one was fucking helping. And then you get into that whole fucking issue of like how society doesn't take care of itself and, and take care of the people who need the help. Yeah. Yeah, my only issue with what you're saying was that the, the, the stupid, which means I, they lack intelligence enough to understand. What I meant, what I meant by that is speaking specifically in areas that that I think the four of us agree on are have been used throughout history, not as mind control because that sounds like paranoid fantasies, but as mental condition. Well, MK Ultra and shit. That shit is real. Okay. All right. And even to to a lesser extent. Media, news outlets, advertising. That's all an extension is, of it, though. Right. Advertising is the one of the biggest extensions. Yes. Of it. And that's, I'm talking specifically in that area. When I speak of stupid, I speak of, I don't want to say like all of middle American. I don't want to make blanket statements, but. Oh, please do. Your general average American <laughs> will watch a commercial and think that that's real life. That's where I, I see the lack of intelligence. I'm not talking about emotionally disturbed people. I'm not talking about people that have problems. I'm talking well, about then you get Johnny into, Six Pack. Who then fucking, you get into the weird thing of the environment that some of these people exist in, and they don't have the resources, the know-how, or the desire to get any smarter. Or think that they need to. Well, so now that's what I define so now, as a lack of well, intelligence. Now we're on. Now we're doing the typical left thing of we're up here, and this is what you people need to do. I mean, all I'm saying is people need to get smarter. Tell that bullshit to some eighteen-year-old kid in the projects. Tell that stuff to to some eighteen-year-old kid in in bumfuck Kentucky who's digging dirt for a fucking living. 
coal mine. Those motherfuckers going to tell you, I don't give a monkey's fucking ass about what you're saying. Right. What you think and whatever. And I'm just as smart as you are because I'm getting through the fucking day. All right. Let's replace smart with educated then. (laughs) Okay. But you can't on one hand say people should be a certain level of education and on the other hand say well people had no chances I yes mean, and no dude i i spend a lot of time in, in your so-called blue collar bars and i overhear a lot of conversations and those dudes say the same things we say i i don't think fucking 9-11 really happened the way they said it does i, I don't think the government's doing this and that but at the end of the day, they got to fucking get up and work the next day and deal with their kids and the grind just beats you down to where you don't give a fuck anymore. Right. You just where, fucking got to get... Where the majority of part the... of the conditioning. Yeah, of course. Uh, but you can't expect people who are wrapped up in that conditioning to then say, oh, you're right. I need to sit here and, and figure this all out and what this lumber company, for example, really meant when I got to get up at fucking four in the morning or... I got nothing to get up to, you know what I mean? And those situations in, in, in certain fucking ghettos in the country and certain fucking rural South stuff, that's when I, when I say stuff is really similar. That's what I mean. Those motherfuckers are just trying to get through half the day. So is it okay for us in the position that we're in to say, oh, no, I feel like that's fucking degrading to those people. Like, no, 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 we're so much more elevated than you. This is what you need to do. And that's what the bulk of the country really is. That sort of poor working, maybe if they're lucky, maybe paycheck to paycheck, probably every other paycheck. That's what the bulk of this country is. So I feel like in a weird way, if we say those things, and I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I'm just trying to look at it in a different way. Us to say, well, these people aren't of that level. They don't understand. That's coming from some bullshit fucking lefty privilege shit. When we, we expect these motherfuckers who are hardly getting through the fucking week, whether they're fucking hustling on a corner or fucking digging dirt in a fucking farm, we expect them to on some level get hip. To what this lumber company means, for example? I mean, not something as small and ineffectual as, you know, a lumber company's commercial, but the overall picture, I mean, it can't hurt for people to get smarter and more educated on the things that are going on around them. Like, kind of what you described is kind of the reason why we have a Trump for a president. Because this middle America... That, or, I mean, we addressed all that. I mean, he... he, he fucking gimmick that whole fucking thing right but they fell for it and they voted for him and they pit him in power <laughs> like that but you, that's here's, a huge here's problem. my here's my and i agree with you a million percent but here's my thing we can't make that argument on one hand and say these people should know better and then on the other hand say these are the cards these people are dealt we can't expect them to whatever you know what I mean? It's, like, I'm not, and it's not saying expecting or what. It, what I'm saying is, 
there is a need for more education and more awareness. Oh, a from, thousand percent. From the people that you're describing who are basically the people who a make mi- a Trump a, a happen. A million percent. But you, the, the thing that I take issue with is that you said repeatedly, I don't so much blame the company, I blame the people. Right. Well, some of those people don't have the, the ability or the resources to do these things. So this now falls on maybe society as a whole, again, for not taking care of less fortunate people. I'll go. I'll agree with that. You know what I mean? So these people aren't to blame for anything because we can't sit here and say, yeah, man, he was a he was a poor kid from the projects and never really had a shake at anything. But he should have fucking educated himself and got fucking smart enough to everything. It doesn't work that way. But see, and it, either they have no opportunity, which is what I believe, regardless, again, whether it's fucking rural South, city project, whatever, whatever, there's people who are dealt a shit hand, and it's next to impossible to get out of that shit hand. Mm-hmm. We can't sit here and, 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 and say, okay, and be understanding of that, but then say... Why the fuck did they do what they did? Why why is this happening? Because at some point there is a personal responsibility that kicks in. I agree, but when you have cards stacked against you so high, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But there are there are ways to educate yourself that don't that that can be done by alternative means. I, I, I mean, don't you, disagree, any any person but... can, go, can go to a library and read books. The library may be 20 miles away. Uh, you may have to walk there. You can't. But, you, but there's also the internet. Uh, time out. The poorest, the human, the poorest uh, human being on, in the world has on. a smartphone. Not when a motherfucker's working some fucking hassle or, so, or some hustle or in some fucking farm thing seven days a week just to eat. You're telling me you don't have you don't have a fucking smartphone? You're telling me. You're, you're telling me. You're, you're not thinking. Thinking right, because in theory, you're absolutely right. But think about when you would work long shifts at whatever. Nobody working 12 when hours you is coming when home you get and home. To get up. Right. You know what I mean? This is a different life that people these people live. And and to expect them to be able to get to a certain level of knowledge when they're just struggling to get through the day. Is asking a bit much when we can sit here and at the same time say, well, I don't like that this kid from the project mugged some old lady, but I understand why he did it. You know what I mean? We can't do that one thing, but then say another thing. It's got to be across the board. Yeah, but you can still like, I mean, I can understand. I could say I understand why that kid from the project mugged the old lady. I still don't condone it. I still think it's no, 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 foul. No, no. no, of course, of course. But I'm just using it as an example. Like we, it, it can't be. It can't. There can't be a, a, a certain amount of understanding. It's either we got to understand every aspect of it, which I understand why Chicago or Detroit is in the state that it's in right now. I understand why certain areas of Philadelphia are what they are. I also understand the mentality of why some goof from the South thought or bought into the Trump thing. I understand it across the board because you're, what you said, it's that conditioning. It's that whatever, whatever. But 
we can't sit here and and I don't want to say justify, but I can't think of another word. Like be uh, understanding of why these things happen, but then say, well, I I but in a weird way, I expect more from them because that's really what we're saying in a weird way. When these motherfuckers are like just trying to get through the day. I understand. What do you care for anyway? When's the last time you bought lumber? <laughs> <laughs> On that, let's yeah. fucking take yeah. a break. This is Oyo from Killer a Sheep, and you listen to the Broad Street Breakdown with Vinny Paz, sick on the rest of these crazy Philly cats. You know what it is. Hoi! Oh, he's staying with this schedule. Alright. Ga! Hatoki! Soshite! Wata shita chikaha! Broad Street Breakdown! Ni Muhomasiwa! God, he sounds just like that dude on all the tapes. He does. Vinny Pazua! Soro Tuo! God, Why really am I Pazua? Why wouldn't I just be who I am? I don't know. Really good. I didn't realize yeah. it translated. All right, during break, Gavin banned Pablo <laughs> from Crescent Street Tattoo. From and all then, tattoos. Well, no, then Pablo came back with, I'll just go to, and he named some other people we know in the in the tattoo scene. And Gavin said, I'll put the word out yeah. to abandon the whole city. Hit him on the blacklist. And then I said... If you don't start saying please and thank you, I'm going to get out of this chair and slap that fucking Lego hair off your fucking head. He did say that. Now you're called the fuck up, bozos. I, I thoroughly expect many Lego head pictures to be made. Please. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, so we're going to jump right into this. Um, shit has been happening in the biz because of... Some some people some legends passed away. Mania is coming up. Um, but Ivan Koloff, OG, your thoughts? Uh, I know him uh, mostly from when he was working for Crockett. Um, he was old at that point. Uh huh. He had been around forever, but because of how old we are, that's what I knew him from. Do you uh, think he's the best Russian? With that gimmick, that rep, that a thousand percent. Me too. He was from North Carolina. Yeah, that's and nobody had any idea <laughs> until yeah. like two weeks ago. Like <laughs> told yeah. right now, we're breaking it. Right, <laughs> that motherfucker it, it, it lived that shit. Yeah, hard. There's a picture going around the internet after he passed of him and Nikita and Crusher Khrushchev outside the White House. Holding up the, I have it on my phone. Fuck and yeah. yeah, like lived that yeah. shit. Heavy duty. Yeah, and uh, 
Was it the next day, the same day? The next day, George the Animal Steel? I think he was first. He was first, and then Ivan yeah, was the next but day. But it's the same 48 hours yeah. or whatever. Um, I guess people that are smart and dumb know the story of him being a school teacher. Yeah. Um, I know a story of one of his students at school um, saying, like, oh, I heard that you do that fake wrestling and he pit him in some kind of fucking... Mean, he was a carny, so yeah. those motherfuckers knew what to do, it, you know, different from the business now on yeah. a certain level. They knew what to do. A motherfucker starts calling them on their shit. Yeah. Like, okay, here's this. Yeah. And would wrap him up in some fucking nonsense. Yeah, he that, basically still hard at him. He stretched him out. Yeah, these, these those carny dudes, they used to do legitimate, like, come out of the audience for 100 bucks if you can beat this guy yeah so they were trained a certain way too if the motherfucker who came out of the out of the crowd was a heavy yeah they were trained to be able to stop that shit on a dime right. if need be right they did the andy kaufman if any <laughs> if any woman here can be <laughs> right. Right. i don't want to go off into another thing but i've been meaning to text you about how underrated underappreciated amongst not entertainment among wrestling marks that the work Andy Kaufman did on the stick had that had oh that bit because it was still during territory days mm. it was in Memphis and it was very isolated had that been on a large scale yeah he would have been mm. considered one of the greatest workers quote yes in history but as far as people that do know it and have seen it, they don't give it the respect that we I, I mean, Gavin, Ga it's brilliant, man. It's just like, I don't know how many people get it. was seen as so fucking real. Really? I mean, those women fucking this is one, hated and yeah. This is, bro, that promo is like, you're lower down there, Memphis, Tennessee. And he's doing the channel. Mm -hmm. I mean, is, it's just fucking. He played. Work. Rich Jewish New Yorker, absolutely in Memphis in the seventies, early eighties, <laughs> like, and lived it. There was maybe three people in, in on the thing, and he was one Workers of them. Were, he was two of them. He yeah, he was he was. It was him, Tony, Tony Clifton, Clifton, and Lawler. It yeah. was it was and Bob yeah. Zamuda. That's yeah. who knew that yeah. that who Lance, I as the people Lance who knew. Russell knew, and that's it. Like. Dudes in the business weren't sure what was happening. It was fucking batshit crazy, bro. If you go back now, you know, watch the Letterman appearance. Yo, man, yeah. like you yo. don't know. You 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 go into it knowing I know it's a work. And I don't know. And you're like, there's. Well, I watched it very recently and was like. Yeah. Is there any way the work was a work? The reality of it is, after the Letterman thing, Lawler and Kaufman hung out in in Andy's apartment and, and ordered Chinese food or something. There's <laughs> like some story that goes with it. But you watch it now and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I watched it not recently, like two months. Yeah. I mean, like a week ago. Yeah. And was like... It's crazy. It was a goofy time where I knew you definitely were sleeping, yeah. so I didn't bother. And then forgot, you know yeah, how you do yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah. I got... I wanted to be like, yo, man, why are you watching this today when you're bored? Uh, yeah, like, I don't because, know. Because, like, when it gets heated and he hits him, yeah. 
First off, Andy wearing the fucking neck brace for like nine years <laughs> is like fucking out of control. Brilliant. I don't want to go too far off. Um, so what are, what are your thoughts on George the Animal Steel? And, and uh, Along with some other stuff we've talked about, one of my first wrestling memories. I was going to say the same um, thing. Same me he too. was definitely, uh, there's footage you can look up where George is wrestling this this dude and you know not a, not a name guy a guy to put him over on TV and he puts him in that flying chicken wing thing and this dude's um one of his talents in putting people over was that he could dislocate his shoulder so on TV looks like George fucking snaps this motherfucker's arm and the day he died I watched it again and it's fucking spectacular, man. And McMahon and Patterson are on uh, commentary selling this shit like it's... Uh, and I remember it as a little kid watching it, being like, what the fuck is happening here? Again, so this is 81, 82, and at that point, George was coming to the end of a really long... Uh, career and he actually had a resurgence once they turned him babyface mm -hmm. with that whole thing with Savage and all that stuff. Yeah, he kind of he played like like some the Beauty and the Beast type right. character, like yes. super yeah. soft and animal. got over at the very end of his career more so than he had ever been. But he goes back a long ways to uh, he came up in Detroit with well, the original Sheik. And could he in those sixties and seventies? Could he work at one point? Yes, because obviously, yes, due to age, it, 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 he was. He By became the time more we of like aware, a stomper. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the gimmick. But he was, he was at one point considered up there with um, the crazy gimmick guys like Abby and, and Original Sheik. And he was of that level um, heel, like monster heel. Right, right. Came into to Vince in the, I believe, late 70s into the early 80s. Still had that role... But it was watered down a bit. Vince always watered that stuff down. Yeah. And then it got over in the cartoon thing, which was really the end of his right um, kind of run. Well, George is like one of those dudes who like, whether it's our age and just remembering things as a child and, and you process it differently, he looked 67 to me in right. 1980. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like whatever his age was, it wasn't that crazy that I just saw. That's that's how this, I remember him. Yeah. I always thought he was like in his sixties. Yeah, because I I didn't I wasn't aware of him until he was the end that Jeff's talking about. He was seventy one or seventy two because Koloff was seventy one or seventy. They were both about the same age. Right, died. so that would put him like in, you know. What, uh, his late 30s, what yeah. I'm thinking of? Yeah. I mean, he looks 60. I, yeah. I don't mean that disrespectfully in any way, you know, the between the bald head and yeah, well, he just had like an old man face, yeah, like, his aura was, yeah. was, um, so yeah, I mean, two huge parts of our childhood, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Shit happens, but those, I mean, Ivan to me is, is the best Russian gimmick, you know, not I'm not speaking of Russians, but the Russian gimmick because I, I was convinced. Like, well, yeah, I mean, like Volkov was more jokey, yeah, especially in the yeah. era that he was with Vince, and it was more whatever, like a uh, almost like a parody of that. Yeah, stuff. Him, but they were but using Koloff him to get people vexed. Yeah, Koloff was lived that deal. Yeah, and 
I mean that that him and Nikita before they turned Nikita babyface, he that that shit was fucking hard. Yeah, hard man. as nails. Hard. And that pick you're talking about, we we should post it, get it to sicko. I remember fucking Ivan being on the Saturday TBS show. I would say this is eighty five ish or something, okay. and just like six oh five. Yeah, fucking gig marks <laughs> on his head. Like and and the white bandages they used to put on uh-huh. and just like talking shit. Yeah, man. Like and and Nikita just standing behind him like, like okay, heavy. fuck around. Yeah, yeah, man. Fucking hard, hard shit. Indeed. Did um George Animal invent the eating the turnbuckle? Yeah, as far as I know. I don't know anybody who's done it, did it before or since. Like between that and the green tongue, right? Yeah, that was yeah. that was that some. Was, I would mark out. Yeah, I didn't absolutely. know why either. Yeah. That was like modern day superhero stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean that 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 ushered in the era of like cartoonish stuff. But I was that age, right? So it, I was it was over with me. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I mean, the mania is coming. We but we're gonna cover that in the upcoming weeks as it comes up. But yeah. uh, I just wanted to wrap up with we've been talking. Well, with bated breath, we knew we were waiting for <laughs> what was going to happen with Broken Matt and Jeff and Maxwell and everybody when that deal came up. Um, so apparently, from what we know, it came and went, and they felt well, disrespected by TNA's offer? or Because well, they okay, loved the so, situation. So, well, TNA recently in the last month got bought by that company. We talked about that. Right. They're under new management now. Jared is, is is running part of it. And he just brought Dutch in. Dutch is going to be there. As of yesterday, Bruce Pritchard is going in. Okay. They're shaking up the whole fucking thing and starting from scratch. Okay. <clears throat> they had a verbal agreement with this new company. But they weren't offered anything. They wanted to stay. Because for them, where they're at location-wise in the Carolinas and Orlando, short little flight. I don't know if they drive it or a short little flight. And TNA tapes what? like The the whole family's there. They tape a bunch of shows at once. Like two months. There's very little travel stuff. Correct, because they don't tour. It was a a very, it was a perfect situation for them. Especially for for a family guy. Yes. Whose whose wife is pregnant again? Right. And they have a little kid. They have you know King Maxwell, please. Yes. So the, the, they had a verbal agreement. They waited until the last minute to get, to make the offer. This new company, right? Jeff immediately was like, "Nope, not doing it." Matt stayed in negotiations until the last minute, um, and they just felt. Uh, disrespected by the company that they would wait until the last minute. They wanted certain creative control. The company wanted the creative right. control, and they were like, "No, basically, like we built this, and this is not what's happening." Yeah, this is and not as of Tuesday, whatever Tuesday's date was at midnight. That was it. Right. So they are not re-signed, and as of now, they are not signed to anything. So my understanding is we're going to a show on April twenty second. Matt supposedly, the Matt and Jeff are supposedly working it. I heard that they're honoring all the indie dates that were booked. I think that they will honor and continue to have indie dates. And the only way I see that not happening is if they sign with Vince. 
Do you, right, but don't you think it's inevitable that that is going to happen or no? Yes. So do you think they're like, let's let's work the indies for six months and then go there? No, I mean, I, I think that whatever negotiation is going to happen has happened and is in the process of happening. And part of that negotiation might be, okay, you've got bookings for the next three months. Do those bookings. And, and then, then pop up in yeah. June or something. From what I understand, Vince is very okay with that. If you if you made a commitment, Vince wants you to keep your commitment until right. You know until a certain point, right? And then from that point on, you don't make any more right indie dates or whatever. Do you think? Do you think because of their situations, because of what they built, they made chicken salad out of chicken shit with these new characters? You know, wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, neither one of us were fans for what twenty years. Yeah, and now it's the best thing in the biz. Yes. So and they also brought that company out of the total shits to right. make somebody to pe- made people pay attention on any level. On any level. Because nobody was fucking paying nobody. attention. So do you think that all right, we know how like Brock's deal is structured, you know, and he could come in however many shots, right? Yeah. Like per year or something. Yeah. Do you think that that's what they're looking for, Matt and Jeff? And do you think they have are there are they in the position right now to pull that? Here's the 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 problem is this. If they don't go with Vince, ninety percent of this gimmick is TV time. Right. They right. need that TV exposure. And then if you think of other people that have TV on any level, it won't be able to get through. Like how is that gonna work in New Japan? They don't have skits, they don't have promos. You know what I mean? It's not. ROH very <sighs> limited. You know, and what kind of money could they offer those dudes? Those dudes have been I like, at a high level. Whether we like them or not, they were at the top of the card. I like ROH for certain things. I think that they drop the ball on a lot of stuff. I think that their character de- development and their angles are shit. I Total think- shit. If you're looking for just pure, uh, no bullshit, good work rate wrestling... ROH all day. Yeah. If you're looking for anything other than that, it is the shits. Don't you think that anyone that has come out of there whose character we mark for shows how good they must be to get that over? Yes. Like Dalton Castle, for instance. Yes. Dalton. How, how much time does he get to get, get us over and he gets us over? Who, Lethal. Look, man, we've been to a lot of ROH shows. When cheeseburger dude is getting one of the biggest pops of the night what does that tell you right because he's got a gimmick and he's got a thing pablo's a cheese my favorite i am too and why is that because you're you're it's not joe versus steve yeah who are gonna put on a five-star match but you don't give a fuck that's kind of how i am i think roddy strong can fucking go all day long i mean When we've seen him live, I think every time we went, because we saw his last show, remember, yep. before he went yep. there? Yeah. I mean, that guy can fucking yep. go, but I don't care. Yep. Adam, you know what I mean? Adam Cole is we? over. I think you and I are the only dudes who think he's a dud. He's over. He's, he's over. over because he's doing, because there's something there. I'm not a huge fan, but he's got a, a charisma. And yeah, a, yeah, and yeah, a yeah. Thing. 
but they don't develop these characters on him any level, man. And the only uh, who do we mark for more than anybody in that company? The Briscoes. Why? Because they're fucking established character. And those maniacs will cut their own promos to get over. Right. I mean, they have right. They have their wife holding yep. a fucking cell phone yep. in a fucking garage, yep. not a, in a, bar- a barn. Yep. Talking about Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. They got they're themselves just over. Goons, the company did not that's, do anything. That's what to- I meant about Dalton and Jay. I think that shows the level. It's it's when a band who isn't designed to find a ton of listeners does it says how yes. oh they're that good because like I look at the the thirty seconds Dalton Castle has to get over and he gets over with me. I'm not saying I'm the be all end all. Of you what's know, over it's and what's not. it's funny that you know we went to uh, we we've gone to a lot of ROH shows and I'm sure we'll go to other ones, but the one Dreamer one we went to. I had 50 times more fun at that. That's the most fun I've ever had at a wrestling show right. since I was, like, we were going to ECW right. shows. Right, right. It, 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 because it's a fucking shit show. It's, it's a like bloodbath. It's stuff. Yeah, you know when I, mean? I say bloodbath, I don't mean literal blood. Right, I mean blood it's, just, it's characters, it's, it's fucking angles. Yeah, it's, it's mark out moments. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a midget. I, you know what I'm saying? It's It's... It's Dreamer knows what the fuck he's doing. Absolutely. And he knows how to combine those high work rate matches with the carny nonsense. Absolutely. There's got to be a good fucking middle ground on that. The fucking kid who was fucking riding the Segway (laughs) in the ring. (laughs) No, you mean the hoverboard. Isn't that called a Segway? No. Segway is where you got the, the thing. He just had the hoverboard. That's... That might I, be like right underneath Matt I Hart. Mean, broken I mean, lo- I lost my shit when I saw that. <laughs> that might be it. Might be broken Matt, and then the guy I on like the hoverboard. The dude who was leather jacket guy. Remember that dude? Yes. Like, so like we were like delinquent guy. Yes, and yeah. we gave him a whole backstory. Yeah, yeah, the rest yeah, of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he that was, guy ruled. Yeah, he was a manager with like yeah. a, a single hoop earring. Yeah, yeah. And a Fonz jacket. Oh, dude, and we were giving him a backstory. Ruled. Dropped out of high school. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that dude, we don't know his name, is that yeah. HOH. We, we got to get go hit to. to that guy, put him over, because nice. he fucking rules. Well, on the walk to get pretzels, Pablo once again promised that he's getting drops and interviews with everyone at House of Hardcore, even though yeah. he's dropped the ball twice. I will not be sitting with you guys. I'll be working the whole time. And I'll believe it when I say it. Two friends of mine in the biz, Bull James and MVP, salute gentlemen, both said, you know, maybe they can help us out with that. You know, maybe we could pop our heads in backstage and say what's up or whatever. But I don't want to be a schnurrer. Right, I mean? right, let, right. Let those brothers work. But yeah. there's also, uh, have you seen, I know I told you originally about the, during the day, how Dreamer's doing the convention gimmick. Have you seen everyone yes. that's going to be there? Yes. You know Flair is going to be there? Yes. And our plan is to fight Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Shoot. Yes. Right. Hmm. Um... <laughs> So, unfortunately, the reality is that neither one of us are going to get up to go. To when I, I said it to Pablo, <laughs> I was like, but "All right." Theory, I, I was like, "Here's the reality <laughs> of the situation, and here's what we want to do." Right. In what theory, I want to do is really go down there in the theory. early afternoon. Yeah. Go there, fight, fight the click. Yeah. Take a picture with Flair, yeah. um, and Rey Mysterio, who I got to meet and hang out with all night at the at the yeah, bleed yeah. for this premiere. Yeah. I'd like to say, "What's up, man? It's yeah, good, it's good to see you." And then we'll 
all go take a nap at Gavin's. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then start the go night. The but show. the reality right. is we're gonna meet up at the diner for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um so I ain't mad at that. Let either. me let me just in close and bring it back <laughs> around and, and tell me what you think the the next chapter is for the broken Matt thing and Rebbe and and you know his son and you know it's I like that Jeff's a part of it, but it's Matt is you know, flip the switch in his head in his 40s that, that is brilliant to me. I think... Oh, real quick, and add this. Add this to your what you're going to say. The, to the rumor that I heard that when he goes to Vince, it will not be Broken Matt. It will go back to the Hardy Boys. I don't buy that for a second. All right. Because um, I'm not even buying in if that's what happens. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't believe like that for a second. Yeah. Although, if they uh, um, brought them in... Um, Taz actually talked about this week, th- this this week, and I was kind of thinking the same thing. If they brought them in initially as the Hardy Boys, and then he turned they, into right, I'm not mad at that. Right, at all. right. Like have them come back, everybody be like, "What the fuck's that?" And then you know, yeah. Taz, Taz said, eat, <laughs> by, "Like by the have them come in in the beginning of Raw as whatever, and by the end, by the, yeah, he's like, like not even drag it out, right." That's pretty fucking brilliant. Can King Max will come out? To, I mean, he'd have to. He came out. He came out when he got his first win in a Hummer. He was driving a Hummer. Mm-hmm. He would have to, right? Yeah. Two, he's two and zero. Oh. How about for the next <laughs> yeah, sicko? I don't know what you're laughing at. How about for the evidence. How about for the next two months? Just Vanguard One is fucking flying around, around the yeah. auditorium. Yeah, nobody knows what the fuck, and like. <laughs> You know, Vanguard One upgrade updated himself, right? Now he can transport. Yeah. How about <laughs> he tra- follows me on Twitter? What if, what if Vanguard One? Did you know that he upgraded himself? No, I didn't. He transported Matt and Jeff to Tijuana. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I what saw that. What if Vanguard One parks himself on Mitchell Kell's fucking announced desk? Wow. <laughs> For like three and they're weeks. Like, what the fuck is? It? And then he just. Vanguard One is a fan of ours. Remember, he flew above our heads he at did. HOH. He did. He said he's he knows we were there. Yeah, he knows. It was important. Pablo thinks Vanguard One is a, a mark. I mean, he follows him. Recruited la. I'm in his sights. Pablo, what are your thoughts on Senior Benjamin? Senior Benjamin. That's people are fuck with him recently, and he's he had to show some force. Who's boss? Is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Pablo says Senior Benjamin was shooting on people, OG, on the Twitter. I'm fine with that. And taste right. and tasting people too. Yeah, he's tasing people. Well, I'm okay with that too. You know All what I'm right. saying, amigo? <laughs> All right. So I I'm excited either way. I'll be devastated if they somehow just kill the character. Yeah. But if that character stays alive, I don't care where they There's end There's no up. fucking way they're killing that. No fucking way. All right. No way. I hope you're fucking right. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Sicko. To, Is it that time? Uh, it's that time. The people love it, man. So we got to give the people what they want. You know? Got to give the people. It looks like the professor's got making to, a move. I saw a damn. Not much. Not much. Well, got to give the people what they want. What's up? I'm waiting for so, you. Well, okay, I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> wow. He looks like the degenerate poker player. I mean, That's right. He, you should wear that all the time. Blackjack. He looks like dad golf guy. Double down. I also want to say to someone on Twitter that said uh, Pablo was the jerk wizard. These are two different people. I know not what he's saying. Yeah, I don't, right. they don't get it. I don't know how they could even think one. It doesn't even look like the same no, person. not at all. 
completely different personalities. I personally am waiting for the uh, return of the Dival, but even Crackass, we haven't seen Crackass either. As you know, believer or non-believer, the devil and God show their faces when they want. Absolutely. So off off the top of the head, Dival, Crackass, or Jerk Wizard, who's your favorite? Dival. I mean, I'm a super mark for the dialogue. Then crack ass. Jerk Wizard has potential, though. Yo, Jerk no, Wizard needs some development, but yeah. There's room for development. It's there. there. Yeah. But you saying, Jeffrey! Dival! <laughs> 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 All right, well, the professor is in costume. <coughs> Unfortunately, it's just you and yeah, I that no are one playing else is at the game test. today. No, I didn't want my water to freeze. You mean water. Stop saying it wrong. Pablo, what do you think about yeah. Vinny Paz? Do we all have cookies? <laughs> oh. It's about oh. to go down. He's eating Frosted Flakes out of the out bag. The box. Nice. Frosted yeah, Flakes where it is. She ain't hearing you. No, it is bullshit. I mean. What kind of bullshit is that, man? There's cookies somewhere in this fucking house. I'm telling you. Wait, wave at her. She don't She don't You don't care. Ugh. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, wake the kids up. Yeah. All right, let's start off with Professor. What comes to mind when I say Bond Scott? Bond Scott. I'd rather have a. Oh, no, no, no. No cheating. Uh, no, I'm writing, down, not, I'm writing down the list of them okay, for the not. fucking video. I got to fucking edit in an hour. Um, <laughs> Bond Scott. Now, see, now it's over. Forget it. All right. You interrupted right. me. OJ Jeffrey, um, those ACDC records that he's on are are pretty fucking flawless. Um, good rock band, great singer, very um, rock and roll. From what I read, Back in Black was Back in Black was <laughs> well um. Done. The songs were done before he died. Mm-hmm. I would have been interested to hear Bond version of those songs, yeah. If that's even true. Yeah, I've I've heard that before. It's I mean, obviously it's it's hard to imagine because you're so yeah, used to course, Brian Johnson, course, but of course. I think it would be uh, quite an album if he had done it. Vinny? I'm always um not confused. It's a little bit baffling by people that tap that way. The choke on your own vomit gimmick. Why? Because as a former drunk, I like everyone that tapped that way. I outdrank them, and I was. I'm not hundred percent sure when they say that that there wasn't other things involved. I, neither am I. I'm just. I'm thinking they drank that much on top of yeah. whatever else they were doing, yeah. and were completely. Ossified, yeah. yeah. But I, mean, I, I think Vinny's done that too before. I mean, not to put your shit out. There. No, I mean, I, <laughs> the thing is, man, it's like you think about the people that ha- like it happened to Hendrix. It's I don't know, man. I get, I guess, babbled is the wrong word. I just find it sad, just because literally six inches could have changed. Right, it. right. If you turn to your left, just not sleep on your, you know, yeah. a little bit to the right, you just would have yacked onto the floor and and made it out. You know what I mean? So, but those. The Bon Scott records are great, and Pablo thought Dirty Deeds done dirt cheap was Dirty Deeds Thunder Cheeks. That's I mean. not true. I didn't think it. I I know that it is. 
and I'll sing it today like that. BSB gimmick gang, and there you have what we've been dealing <laughs> Pretty with. Pretty much for thirty years. He thinks it's Dirty Deeds, Thunder Cheeks, Dirty and Deeds, uh, one Thunder time Cheeks. he fucking played it. We played it, my brothers, and I was like, he kind of sounds like he's saying that. I mean, <laughs> we were my brother's crib and put it on. It kind of sounds like that. So, all right, Pablo, Lincoln Park. Man, you love putting these fucking uh, mall metal bands on this <laughs> fucking yeah. thing, don't you? I mean, um, we're running out of shit. I'll say they fucking struck the fucking lottery by Jay-Z picking them to do the collaboration song. I always forget about that. And they got Yo, the tra- yeah, and they I got- purposely forget about that. And they got the Transformers theme song, so they fucking like wow. struck gold being an, an average band. You know an awful lot about them. OG. Lincoln Park. 90, what is it? It's sort of like rap metal, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that real... Yeah. yeah. Lincoln Park. It's Frosted Flakes. I like Frosted Flakes. You got a gimmick on your gimmick. Um, <laughs> looks like you got a happy wizard. I don't have anything... <laughs> <laughs> wow! I don't have anything to say about them. Nah? I, they don't exist in my yeah. on my radar, really. All right, I have a three-pronged answer. Oh, I love it. This one was mostly for Vin anyway. All right. First off, there's very, very, very few blemishes on Rick Rubin's record. Are you telling me he did them? Yes. One. One gimmick. Not that. That's hard to take. I don't know if it's three-pronged, maybe two-pronged. Here's the, the second part. If Gavin, you know, I said they don't exist to him. If they existed to him, and if they existed to you and Pablo, I believe I could take that band very far in who's worse. I mean, I am not arguing with that at all. If you get out of, like, horrible humans, like the Nuge, and we're going for bad music versus right. bad music, I would defy you guys to watch. You pit him up against Yes, now, down. I can't because... Because a Mustaine or a Nuge or an Axl Rose type dude will always hold the crown. And even if the Nuge gets knocked off, it'll be by another fuckhead. Who's a horrible human being. Right, but if we start another... You know how we said the who's worse? Right. Like if we go into who's worse, Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, or... You know, Blink-182, Linkin and all of that. Like I'm saying... They're going to go a few rounds. But the problem is... And I understand they're just like not in his world. Yeah. And they're not in any... Really any of our worlds. Like they got... On my radar because the one dude in the group like raps and is in, into underground rap. Mm-hmm. So there's people in my life who know that dude and say he's a good dude. So in, in the periphery, so I ha- I don't want to say had to, but curiosity killed the cat. Sure. And I yeah. ended up. He- <laughs> wow. I ended up going into it further than I wanted to, and you can't unring the bell. That's a shame. And it's. And it's I'm I'm sad about that. What's their hit? I have no idea. I, joke I jokes aside, I, I couldn't. I tell literally you pulled the name they off. Did, uh, of... Like I said, they did the one song with Jay Z. Bro, huge. they had they literally had mammoth platinum records. I that shit say, with they were huge, right? Yeah, but way before and, and the song shit. that the Transformers movie did. It's like that's like what's, what's it like? What's it like? Crawling in my skin. I actually know yeah, I, so do I. Hurts. I just wanted him to do it again. That's them. Right on. 
Yeah. Bro, all I'd have to tell you is it's rap, man. Is that the song? It's like, I'm against myself. I'm going to say yeah. That's the Transformers gimmick. I'm going to say yeah because that sounds like it's mad overproduced. It's oh, bro, everything is mega clean. Like it's just when Rick did it, man. Like there must be something that the four of us. I'm not going to go as far as not getting. Like they must be great dudes, or they must be like super talented in. Yeah. In one way that because I can't imagine like like there's nothing differentiating them from any other music of that genre. Correct. Where like a Rick Room be like I need like, to work with that. Rick working with the Dixie Chicks, which he did, makes way more Absolutely. sense. To me. Absolutely. Absolutely. He could hear he could hear that girl Natalie on Howard singing and be like, oh, I know, I could do something with Rick that. going from like producing the Beastie Boys and LL to Slayer. Yeah, makes sense to of me because that's something like of I course, see and he's there. a subculture dude. Right. Yeah. All right. This next one, it's not going around the table. This all right. is all at once. What happens when I say the stars at night are big and bright, deep, deep in the heart of Texas? Texas. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that one out. Um. Here's one I'm curious to see what I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> what might come from used to on this? Um, uniform choice. It's one of them bands. I know the logos, but I don't know any song. Never heard a song. Jeffrey, uniform choice. Mm. They just re-released their stuff, or they're yeah. going to re-release their stuff. Yeah, that Southern Lord label. So first off, not first. Southern Lord fucking rules. As a label, thank, um, you. thank you. I don't know. I never liked them. I never paid attention. Me neither. I couldn't even tell you what they sound like. I just, well, I've told you guys. Well, personally, I did. I don't know if I said it on the air. I know I told you because I was like, "Do you want any stuff?" Yeah, I told you. If you want anything, tell me. I've been putting digitizing. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Digitizing all my seven inches. Mm-hmm. So I just listened to the uniform. Choice seven inch like within a couple months. It's weird, man. Some shit ages well, and some shit doesn't. You know, does it hold up? Nah, it's it's like. Did you like it back then? I fucking oh really? Huge, really? Okay, but I was also a mark for instead. Yeah. So you got, you know, it gets tricky with me, man, because you guys. I was 11 when y'all were yeah. 16. So well, I was no, I'm, I'm just curious because I've never heard it. No, I'm just saying, but if you happen to think it's terrible, I'm trying to yeah. give a built-in excuse. Like, yeah. well, I was into this youth crew shit because... It, Their shirt's hard as fuck. Yeah. That's cover, it's the cover of the 7-inch. Well, hard. Yeah, hard as nails. Right on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's not whack. I, I sat there and sung the words with it while I was... You know what I mean? Some shit's memory lane, man. So I can't. Absolutely. I can't give you I have an honest many answer. Many bands like that. The honest answer would be like, yeah, I still dug it. It but meant a lot to you. Yeah, it's somehow. You know what I mean? And then like, I was, um, I played Gavin a song from the Seven Inch Comp, and he was like, yeah, it's cool, and it's like one of my favorite hardcore songs ever. Mm. So, <clears throat> it's time, man. Pablo, the Almond Brothers band. The Allman Brothers or the Allman Brothers Band? The Allman Brothers Band. <clears throat> Greg Allman was in that band. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. His brother Dwayne. Not into that Southern rock. In roll. Jeffrey. Hard. Yeah? Fuck yeah. Um, I hate the Allman Brothers. Not oh. Southern rock. Definitely more blues based. I knew he yeah. would do that. 
Um, I thought he was going to do that two hours hard, ago. Hard. Uh, those first couple records are fucking heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. They just reissued all of the, the you discography. You again. <laughs> oh. Me and you were going to have a problem. I, was just, I knew you were going to go with that shit where you're like, you rock comment, and roll is really blues. You and, come at and, me again. Me and you are going to have a legitimate problem. Wow. You should be able to defend yourself. You come at me again. Yes. Me and you are going to have a legitimate problem. Okay. Is this a vitamin C talking with steroids? Saying, See, I don't mind stuff like that. He's saying you're on the when gas. When you do the fucking for things that you don't know anything about, me and you are going to have a problem. There's whole record stores that have a rock and roll section. How can you argue it doesn't exist? I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing the, I knew you were going to do that, when you couldn't even get through a sentence worth of knowledge about the Allman Brothers. I don't know anything. Exactly. Oh, so <laughs> don't. <laughs> exactly. Can and I'm you not, not fucking take that. And <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yes. Can we I'm not. I, I. I'm not knocking your lack of knowledge of these things. I'm knocking your commentary about my comment, which is more informed. You're than allowed yours. to defend yourself. You don't. I to plan to. I plan to. You this come at me again. Bullshit. Me and you are going to have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he just nodded. You know. uh, they just reissued uh, their discography on heavy 180 gram vinyl. I'm an Almond Brothers mark, so I bought. Um, I don't love everything. No, I the, don't either. The, fir- the early records um, are brilliant. That, that band is incredible. They're slept on. I don't mean in the sense of success. They were immensely successful. They're slept on by people who think they're something and they're not that thing that they think they are. Like, oh, the Almond Brothers are like Skinner. And they're not. <laughs> well, the, they're I think, not I at all. I think like Ramblin' Man was such a huge hit. Yeah. It's, that's, the, it's so far from what they really did. Right, right. So a lot of people associate it with that But to of, me, it sounds more like the old doobies than it does Leonard Skinner to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some of that stuff even sounds like uh, an American... Sabbath kind of Some of thing. it does. Like, fuck, man. Some of it does. But it's fucking and heavy. Glenn, and uh and Greg Ullman like banged every hot yeah. hot chick from that yeah. porn uh, star. That like, motherfucker had tattoos right. on his hands yeah. in nineteen seventy yeah. fucking one. And he 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 banged uh Cher when mm-hmm. she was Cher. Yeah. My thing with them is all I I know. Like they're the kings of the bad bar jukebox, and like the sound of them makes my skin crawl when I hear it. And I'm not <coughs> arguing that it's not they're not talented. And they may I just some things just don't work for you, and that's what, sure like that tied to the whipping post song. Fucking hard, that song is I hate, that's in like at least Yo. my top ten, if not top five, of most hated songs ever. That song to me is as bad as Stairway to Heaven, which is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Fucking hard. I agree with the second part. I hear that song, my skin starts to crawl. Like, ah. Stairway to Heaven's telling you stuff, man. You just gotta listen right. It ain't telling me nothing. Well, Gavin only listens to Zeppelin backwards and sends it to me at three in the morning. I mean, even that's better than Zeppelin. Like, I'll listen to I'm with you. All right. Pablo, Smokey and the Bandit. Baseline on Whipping. Hate it. 
Hard uh, as nails. One of my favorite classic <laughs> racist movies. <laughs> what was Just this? Just doesn't get any Smokey better. Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey okay. and the Bandit. And one and two are classics in my eyes. Jackie Gleason killed it. I mean, I saw it as a kid. I, I don't think I could tell you two seconds of it now. Mm. Junior? I don't think I've seen it since then. Was it on like Prism all the time? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, like, like by the way, I got a Prism logo crew neck black sweatshirt. <laughs> no, yes, <laughs> high like, quality. Whatever, whatever too, year you for that. Yes, whatever year it was on Prism, that's the last time I've seen it. Mm. So I don't, I don't remember really. It's almost identical to Gavin's answer, other than I specifically remember my dad loved it, yeah. so I would watch it. With him, could not tell you what the fucking plot is. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. So awesome. It's yeah. been it, they've been playing on like Showtime or something. I know Bert was tapping out then, and then had a full bouffant like five years later. <laughs> I mean, uh, he I I'm he, with him. I he love wasn't. Him. Oh, I'm not saying it's yeah. not good. I'm Some, saying so Jackie funny. Gleason is so great. Well, Jackie Gleason was a god amongst men. Yeah, and the, the honeymooners. And I, I didn't it. know. Uh, I don't watch The Walking Dead, but I heard that. In last week's episode. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. They were going through a gimmick, yeah. and they were, like, up against this old damaged truck, and it was the truck. The truck it was the snowman's truck. Really? The, the Walking Dead does all kinds of shit. Like, like homage? Yeah, like... The little Easter eggs? <clears throat> well, at one point... Two people, one very of the dudes, to me, you being one of them, is just shaking their head that I don't watch this show. <sighs> yeah, I won't watch there's, it either. Will there's I. a um, scene of, of a dude... In the Walking Dead, driving the car, and it's the car that, um, what's his fuck from Breaking Bad drove? Walter? No, no, no. Uh, Jesse. Jesse drove. Okay. And the backstory of the character who was driving it in The Walking Dead was before the shit went down, he was a drug dealer from uh, wherever. There's uh, all kinds of uh, shit uh, like that's, that. That's, in I'll give that's it heavy. that. That's, that's pretty heavy. good. That's good stuff. All right, everybody went on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pablo, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie Don, I think she's a, a, a awesome comedian, woman, female, funny, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, she was great in Curb, and she was great in Casual Sex. Wow, indeed, <coughs> remember her? Yeah, she's in that. Well, That's she's it. in the at the resort. Indeed, yeah. all I remember is indeed. Yeah, Jeffrey. I never had any opinion about her until she squashed the heat with Stern and she would go on there as a guest and she seems like a genuinely cool, nice person. Yeah. As far as her uh, acting and comedy, I know very little about what she's done. But once she got interviewed after her and Stern squashed the heat, she seems like a genuinely okay person. She seems like the sweetest person on on Howard ever, um, and Jank's getting through to her, and her saying, "Hi, uh, Philly, you're on the air," and him saying, <laughs> 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 "Howard Stern thinks you're a big fat That's pig." Big. Oh, oh, does he really? Yeah, you big fat pig. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and then he bang on. <laughs> I so, about that. As, mu as much as I think she's cool now, that was like <laughs> the do shill is. I um I don't really have an opinion of her um artistically. I don't know, didn't don't know about like I knew she was a stand up. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a second of it. Uh, I liked her in Curb. 
don't particularly like her, but like her whole activism thing, I'm glad that she. I'm glad that she's out there. Oh, she's a rider. She's a rider. You know what I mean? But like, as far like, I don't. I don't hate her, but I don't particularly like her. That's never been a thing, and I don't really know the backstory with her and Howard. Yeah, missed all that. So there you go. Um, Pablo, Justin Timberlake. He is probably the most flawless person on the planet right now. The fucking guy can do no wrong. He can he can do no wrong. He fucking acts. He sings. He dances. Triple threat. Hot hot chick on every arm. I mean, every arm. This guy more than two. He's got fifty-seven arms. The fucking song he did at the Oscars is fucking awesome song. I love to dance to. I love to dance to. That must. Have you heard that song? I have not. It's fucking jam, dude. Yeah, I can't believe that all the other dudes fell off so bad, and he was able to stay from the NSYNC era, was able to fucking stay afloat. All right. Jeffrey, any thoughts on JT? Just dance, 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 dance. He had a song that I liked. I can't. Welcome, baby. Mm. Yeah. He's a, he's a good uh, a pop singer, and... He gets the joke with that thing that he did on Saturday Night Live. After he did that thing, he was over with me. Well, I mean, in the past six years, the only SNLs that are good are the ones where he's on. And he repeats the same formula, and it still hits every time. Yeah, like, I didn't think that, like, that that thing that he did. What what am I thinking of? Dick, Dick in a box? Dick in a box. That became like an internet thing, and I thought it was like mildly amusing, I whatever. Oh, no I do. But I never saw it. I does, he does this parody box. boy band thing, and the song is about his. I got my dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like he gets the joke okay. of it. I didn't find it hysterical, but I found it cool that he understands how ridiculous the whole thing is, and he ruled in that one movie that I can't think of the name. of. Alpha Dog. No, because he was good in that. Black Snake Moan? Oh, is he the with boyfriend? Samuel L? Yeah, like he's, he's got a smaller part in it, but he plays a perfect boyfriend to the, the, the Christina the Ricci. Yeah. I thought he was really good in Alpha Dog. Is Alpha Dog where they kill the fucking... Yes. Yeah, he was awesome in that too. Yes. Yeah. Um, that kid passed away in real life. Yeah, right, recently. right, 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 right. He's in that punk rock movie, Green Room. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Um... I don't have heat with him. People like us are supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's easy target shit, yeah. man. Um, the shit he did post in sync where he was like mimicking early Mike records. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not mad that that's who he chose to bite. Yeah. You know what I mean? The shit with Timberland and stuff sounds like Mike records. He seems like a nice enough kid and he seems like he's in on the joke. Yeah. So I don't have heat. I'm not, I don't like own anything. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't, there's people I loathe that are, Public figures, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, he's just not one of them. He seems like a, a nice enough kid. I like him. I, I think he's really talented. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah. What, what yeah. you were saying about his that that era of his music, yeah, I really liked. Yeah, like, that's and I was dope. surprised I liked it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah he I made got, some dope shit with. I've never, him. other than the, the the Facebook movie, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that he's been. He's in. great in Alpha Dog. But like, yeah, I got I got no heat with him. Pablo, um, the album, The Chronic. Yeah, it's up there in the top ten, man. Dr. Dre did it, I believe. <laughs> it's hip, it's hot. <laughs> right? Something with a weed leaf or something. <laughs> Jesus. 
Jeff, any thoughts <laughs> on the chronic? I like that when the shit went down and people were choosing sides, Dre was like, okay, I'm going to pull out a legit motherfucker from Long Beach who's a kid who is going to fucking do circles around everybody. Because if I'm not mistaken, besides the deep cover thing, that was the first thing Snoop was on. Correct. Right. And all those like, other goons, the first thing. Right. So, I mean, you think about... He was like, I'm going to get goons 10 years younger, yes. all Crips and Bloods, yeah. and make some goon shit. You think about, like, the first uh, the first thing Dre does post-NWA is that fucking deep cover. That shit is fucking I mean, bananas, man. We don't even have to speak <laughs> on that. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Like, you ain't answering to that. I don't give a fuck. And I think overall, Ice Cube's stuff is better from that time period, but nobody's touching that fucking deep cover song. None no, of those yeah. dudes are. No. None of them. The only thing that comes close is the fucking Pun and Fat Joe remake. Yeah, remake of it. Um, I, I meant more like in the context of the of NWA those dudes. Oh yeah, 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 like yeah, falling apart, and everybody was like putting. Yeah, their you think fucking... of it like on paper to me, Ren was the illest, but was never able to to. The production, you know what I mean? Like, without yeah. Dre or without... With it, that video and snooping a kid. Yeah, it was 19, like bro. fucking hard. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to play gangster shit? Okay, let's yeah. fucking play that. Yeah, let's, yeah. For me, it it completely shifted hip-hop and its culture. Um, it, this was and always will be East Coast music based in New York, in the Bronx. And that shifted everything. For better or worse, the the people that tried to mimic the sound of that record failed horribly. You know when a scene, if 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 Discharge came out and a lot of bands sounded like them and they were dope, we're cool with that. Mm -hmm. Everyone that tried to mimic Dre was so far less talented mm -hmm. that that G Funk shit, other than Dre, is some of the worst yeah. recorded rap music ever. I, I if agree if with Dre that. wasn't a part of it, it shifted. It created the East Coast West Coast shit that eventually led to you know left two people dead. But there's so much interesting shit around it. Snoop caught that murder charge. You yeah. know what I mean? That he fought through that whole yeah. shit. So it's like it just a shit, a polar shift, man. You know what I mean? And That's what's really interesting to me now looking back is how much involved with it spread out through the, not right. just the culture, pop culture. No, it, American culture yeah. was shifted on the back of this record. Insane. And you can't say that about many records of any genre, yeah. man. I mean, you gotta go into like the Beatles and shit right. to like really talk about shift. I mean, there's amazing metal records and bands that I like that didn't shift culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, American culture. I don't mean subculture. Yeah. I mean, white kids in the suburbs, that shit shifted oh, from God, them yeah. wanting to rap like this guy to them wanting to be a crip or a blood. It, it shifted American culture. Pablo, Jody Foster's Army. Man, I just said that the other day to somebody. So did I. <clears throat> and no one knows what you're talking about. Really? I have yeah. no idea what you guys are talking Jordy? about. JFA? Jordy just fucking, me and Jordy were talking about. JFA uh, the band? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't even know that's what it meant. Yeah. Jo Jody Jordy, Foster's Army. Because, is it like an homage to the Hankley shit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jordy was, talk, we were talking about the about Reagan and the assassination thing, and it led into fucking. Yo, how, but how, how bugged out is that I didn't know that that's what it meant? I don't know. That's kind of funny. Yeah. It was just like. 
I don't know. I don't know what TSOL means either. True Sounds of Liberty. Liberty. Yes. Jordy thought. That's the first time I learned both of them. Huh. And I've known them since I was was nine, ten. I was telling Jordy the story uh, about Hinckley and. Who is now out. He's walking around. And Jordy. That story's so insane. Jordy thought I was making it up. She's like, that's not. I'm like, I, Mm. I. I'm telling you, this is the yeah. fucking story. Oh, that's an insane story. Yeah, I mean, the shit that Salinger's work did did and does to people's mind. Yeah, I mean, is very heavy, man. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about Chapman and yeah. like really serious, heavy shit. Yeah, man. and then when it gets into the wrong hands of people who are not stable to begin with, well, it goes oh. back to the shit we were arguing about in the first half of the show, yeah. and, and it can well, go back and forth all night. Yes. Yeah. When is it a line where you're like, well, I can't control who. Right, Who's, who, where yeah. is the responsibility? Where, and where does it end and where does it begin? I'm talking about myself when I say shit. There, you know, there's something I said on Legacy of Blood that will haunt me for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? When my son hears that record, I'm not going to know how to answer him. Mm. So, coming around, Jody Foster's Army is one of the greatest band names ever. Ah, uh, it's all day. <laughs> um... As a band, they're cool. Yeah, the name's better than the band. Yeah, <laughs> it's good skate rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah, no heat. No yeah. heat. If I'm in a certain mood, they're great. Absolutely. Right. They're this, fast. It's, yeah, yeah. Right. This second, they're they're cool. Yeah. I think I said it all by for 30 years, not knowing it was Jody Foster's mm-hmm. Army and just JFA that I would see hear their stuff in skate videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. They were they were a big uh, one of those bands that crossed. Uh, are responsible for um, their awareness was because uh, a lot of their awareness to a lot of people was because of those videos. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Mainstay on that indeed. stuff. Yeah, um, I saw them at, at City Gardens. Oh yeah, they were that's dope. Fuck it. Oh. Good. Yeah. Oh okay. And um, who did they play with? Fuck. Why can't it's that bit? They sound like sludge, like literally sludge from around that era. Not like Blast. Oh, oh, Blast they, fucking rules. They played with Blast, and I was not familiar with oh, Blast. I would fucking I die to heard see a Blast. Note, and I was there to see Jody Foster's Army. And I think they were on first. Loved it. They fucking yeah. jump around. Blast comes on, and I'm like, this is the worst thing I ever heard. Like, first song, and uh-huh. then I'm like, all right, it's not that bad. And it's just such a wall of sludge. Uh, oh, it's a deal. By like five songs. I'm like, this is the greatest band I've ever heard. Like you it- and I went back and forth about the two bands that begin with a B. Blast and the and and it's not just a B, it's a one it's it's uh I don't remember. Monosyllabic. Blast and uh Blast has the yeah, exclamation the, the apostrophe. point. The apostrophe. Ex- right. Yeah. And then there's another band. And I, I have mixed them up since I was a kid. So I'll be talking to you for an hour about an album, and I'm thinking it's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I got I got to figure out who that was and tell you. Go I'm back and out. listen to they re-released uh, in my blood. Yeah, yeah. Listen to it now. I don't listen to any of that. I'll say I'll just send years. it all to you tomorrow. Please do. Yeah, yeah. I'd be definitely, interested. Definitely. It's yo. It holds it. up, man. Uh, yes. I kind of have. Not only does it hold up, but you're like, oh, I didn't fucking fully Bro, catch that. I, I always. I always associated them with, like, Black Flag ripoff kind of thing. Right. Which, yeah, they're definitely not denying that. It's not that yeah, far from no the dis- truth. Right, but. Do it good, and I'm not mad at you. Right, yeah. right. Fuck yeah. The, um, uh, 
I lost my train of thought. It's probably a good thing. Go ahead. Pablo, this one's for Cody Mack. What do you? What comes to mind when I say the band Rat? I think they're uh, playing. Or they're just getting ready yeah. to tour again. Are they? Were they round and round? Yes. Stephen Piercy. Milton Berle in the video. Yes. Yes. In drag. Yes. At the dinner table. He's At got a huge table. Yeah, supposedly. It's like a baby's arm. Yes. Yeah. Legendary. Milton DeLodovico, we used to call him. <laughs> Milton DeLodovico. Wow. We used to call him. That, that was all right. That was I'll all take right. that. Jeffrey? Round and well, round. Um, there was a time period where they were on MTV constantly. <laughs> They had a lot of songs, those fuckers. You you wouldn't know it off the top of your head, but <coughs> they had Round and Round. They had Wanted Man, where they were all in cowboy gimmicks. Wanted Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically all the same fucking thing. They had You're in Love, which was a live video. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. Um, That might... No, 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 no. There's, there's more one joints. more... The I oh I wanna, fuck. There's a girl at a carnival and there's a spinning thing. Dan, oh fuck. You motherfucker! Ah, oh, that's gonna make me crazy. You'll hmm. think of it. I Dude. read Stephen Piercy's book and Blotzer's book. I gotta look this up. Um, Fuckers. I love watching people tell direct opposite truths. Oh, one from the yeah, other. <laughs> like, okay. you know what I mean? Yes. Like it's con- like it's basically if you've read everyone from Kiss's book, there's like Gene and Paul's side, right? And that you know, right. like if you're gonna read any of the books, read Ace and Peter Chris. But um, like su- the books are super entertaining. As far as the band, um, I don't know, man. It kind of goes similarly to the stuff you have spoken about in the past few episodes. Like once you got smartened up. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I probably like sung those songs, and yeah. then I got then. Oh wait, you're playing me Venom. Yeah, like all right, I'm done. But I, I'm still very interested in that culture, if not the music. Yeah. Like I buy all the books. Really? Like every one of every no interest in that reel culture. off every one of those bands from high to low level, and yeah. I own all the books. We're looking at Rat <laughs> on YouTube right now. <laughs> These motherfuckers had like 17 songs. Like, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at them, I'm like, oh, I remember that one. I remember I'm telling that one. you this. And little, we can't find the it's one. At least eight. Yeah. Like, at least eight hits. We can't find the one that I'm thinking of. Well, while they're looking, it's like yeah. a kid's birthday party. Jesus. I'm going to say that they might be in my top seven of worst things, not just worst bands, worst things, worst oh. things to ever happen. Come I hate on. Cody Mack for liking them. And the only I, thing I'm going to say. To bolster my argument is yeah. Way Cool Junior. Wow. Oh, maybe that's a song. The follow-up. That was the follow-up. Way Cool Junior. Yeah. I think that's something. Have you ever seen I, Cody Mack when he had the hairdo of... No. Literally like Sebastian Bach hair. Oh, my God. You're going to make me not like Cody. I'm telling anymore. you now. I need to see that picture. All right. This is what I'm going to tell you. I feel like there's ways I can get that picture from him. Please. Because he... Because he always wants new, the new merch comes out. Okay, okay. So obviously, I'm not taking any money from a close friend. Of course, but you will require. Let's, but let's talk turkey. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh. Mac Man. Remember that text you sent me about all that new line of merch? <laughs> Let's talk turkey. That's it. There it is. Lay it, lay it down. Lay it down. Lay I'll, it down. I'll fucking lay round it down. It's all the same song. I mean, you're not wrong, but I am. I don't know what to say about you being so offended by them. I find them, them literally unoffensive. I'm, I'm blown away them. by curmudgeon sickles during the, my top seven worst hey, things ever. That's, I'm that's assuming the if Holocaust said, is in there. If you said, I'm assuming, uh, yeah. if you like, said, is, is Pearl Harbor in there? Is yeah. Nam in there? So like, now I'm up to three. So there's four <laughs> things left, and Rat is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, slavery was like, so, <laughs> it's like, like slavery and then Rat. Yeah, I mean, now I'm up to like, he's yeah. got three things oh, left. I fucking hate that. There's three things I left after slavery, and then is like the like Japanese American Japanese American internment camps. If we pit Stephen Piercy in a Who's Worse against my personal Who's Worst uh -huh. ever, Lars. Uh huh. I'd have a tough time coming up with the winner of that. That's insane to Yeah, me. I agree. That's insane. Hate I him. mean, it's not that he's not hateable, but I don't think that he matters on that And level. nor did he sustain it yeah. for long enough. Well, I'll tell you, it's completely personal. All right. Because uh, at, the, at the time, Rat was huge. I was super, super hammer, like yeah. super thrash fucking, if you weren't Slayer, I want you burned at the Fair stake. enough, fair and enough. Rat De was, Death to False Metal. Yeah, Rat was huge, and it was the complete... All right, well, then there's there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still fucking insane for having your top seven. I mean, I ain't gonna I argue said, that. You said, like, my top 93... <laughs> Yeah, then I'm and it was you. like ninety three. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, all right, there's some wiggle room right here. Pablo, do you remember the show Ultraman? Yes, what awesome you, time. What are your thoughts on that? Love when they would get together and form the big dude, fight yeah. uh, other Japanese uh, monsters. Yeah, 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 hard. And isn't that Voltron? They're all the same no, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Ultraman right. was a single dude. He grew. He would like do his thing. But didn't they form right? the gimmick? Form no, that's right. And it would become like would, yeah, brr, 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 yeah. yeah he would turn into yeah. A, yeah. he was all silver. When I think no, Ultraman, see, I, think, I, I, I think red. Was Wasn't he red and silver? I think red I think and silver. Color. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I had one of the Jones that were like the two foot high. No, that's yeah, that's Voltron. That, those oh, are that, Shogun, yeah. Shogun, Shogun Warriors. They were bad. I remember too. that. Were, I remember yeah. that gimmick. Too. Yeah, they're fucking rolling. Yeah. Yeah. We were never. Yeah, we were never allowed to have that. Fucking all I wanted was one like like. Ralphie wanted the fucking BB yeah. gun. I wanted the fucking the. the and your parents were no selling you all day. Choking ah, hazard, shit. man. I had that shit all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I um, when I think I think of those days, but I immediately le uh, leap to Cool Keith because you know it's one of his aliases. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Keith has a million aliases, and they're, they're, a lot most of them are funny. So that's what I thought of right away, and that's what the game's about. But yeah, yeah. I when I was a little kid, that was my. Favorite show to come on TV. I could. It was so weird to me because you know it was Japanese. So yeah. Like it just, like the dialogue didn't make sense. Oh, like why a, are they talking so weird? Oh, it's like, a deal. You're eight years old. You don't understand what's it's going a deal. on. But yeah, it had a huge impact on me, like visually as a kid. I love <laughs> it. Huge <laughs> impact. Did you become Ultraman? Like, <laughs> no, it did with me too. It thank you. It definitely. Can we beat him up? <laughs> like, I, can I join I, in on that? I, well, it's not I like know what you mean by impact. Like, it's something that sticks with right. you. You're not, right. yeah, you're not a scientist. 
Like there are things from when I'm eight years old. I don't get what the impact was. That, that were huge that happened that I have no memory of. I'll never forget what Ultraman looked like. That's that's all. Yeah. I need. But what did it? What was well, the impact? It's the same as that. It's still, I can of, still to this day. That you now want to go to the moon? Like no, what? Like, you're not doing like, shit. Give me like, um, Sickle's actually looking for something. A lot of the, a baby. lot of the stuff Chiki that baby. had an impact on it's me when baby. I was that age stuff. was wrestling stuff. Right. But if I if I dig deeper than that, then I get into stuff like that and. Like Speed Racer, right, right. Which Does anyone remain remember the name the, of the game that Liquid told us the guy was playing with Dudley? It was something that has to do with like Atlantis oh, or something. Oh, fuck, man, again! Right, I'll like, ask him. Was it like Triton? Neptune? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, I knew I had it right there. Yeah. All right, <laughs> let's end this round. I like doing the, these ones. <laughs> oh my! What comes to mind when I say a Good friend of ours, Mr. Lanny the Paz. Lanny the Paz, probably one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. <laughs> and the worst. <laughs> Don't got a bad thing to say about him. Love Lanny the Paz. Amen. <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah, I don't have a bad word to say about him. Well, I mean, I would hope I not. I love Lanny. Um, I don't play the online games you you kids play um i'd i'd stay away from him i like i just tell him when he's doing good things i don't yeah, ever you egg it on i completely egg him on um yeah i love lanny yeah lanny rules then <laughs> just years Do you of, know lanny just years of torture like hard just a horrible human being when he was younger <laughs> um he was like your '70s older brother, like he was your yes. atypical. I mean, yes. What's up, like, bud face? Yeah, like, yeah. he was. Absolutely. He was Chet he was from Weird. Chet. He yeah. gave me yeah. an. He gave me an atomic wedgie, and it ripped in his hand. So I fell from the sky with my my underoos in his hands. Uh, atomic was which is horrible to me. Oh, uh, God. I, I love him. Couldn't answer a better big brother. <laughs> I mean, I there's not much I can say to follow it up. I love Laddie the Paz like he's my own brother. And I love watching him and Planet go back and <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and there you have it. Another, Another exciting rendition of Word Ass. That uh, What could that mean? Yeah, this goes to a dark place. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at the first one. As our gimmick gang knows, I don't look at these prior to the sicko sending them to me. Um, this first one, I would be implicating myself in something I already went to jail for. Um, if I say the city. Oh, yeah. But I could say the whole thing without, if, as long as I leave that out, because I've punched people and gone to jail in a okay. lot of places. So I'm not even talking. Th this could be. On any continent, in any state, sure. of one of the many times. Dear Vin, I went to this hip hop event in blank tonight and asked if they would play Jedi JMT. And the DJ told me that he got punched from one <laughs> of you before, so he won't. <laughs> um, I don't think that's any reason to not play your music. Neither, nor do I. Uh, story if you knew more about the story <laughs> you know even more why because i ended up it ended up costing me a lot of money yeah so. still a great story though yeah as long as i leave yeah because i punched enough people in places where <laughs> if i didn't then it would be a bad right. story to tell right 
Dear Vin, I'm Boob from Africa. I love Vin Paz songs very much, ya man. I'm always listening to you. <laughs> if you ever need a written, I come to the game because I am allowed. Brothers, it would be an honor. What's done is done. <laughs> I'm Mark for Boob. <laughs> boob is all right with me. I like that song. Boob is all right with me. <laughs> but what is the real worst of that? Jesus is just Jesus. all right with Jesus. me. Jesus, Jesus is just Jesus. all right. That shit's all right. Yeah, it is. I don't hate that at all. No. Uh, this sticko, This is when Sicko sticks it to me, Ayo, <laughs> where he just likes to push. This is a button pusher for you, too. <laughs> for me? Yeah, just... Yeah. Dear Vin, hello. I was wondering if you have any concerts coming up. That's not crazy. Yeah. I'm all right with that. My husband is a huge fan of yours, and I would love to get him tickets. And maybe backstage passes, if offered. <laughs> if offered. If offered. <laughs> Tell them what goes on backstage. Yeah. Speak your piece on the backstage world and look, the myth man, of it. Look, there was one point in time where I could see wanting to be in a Jedi mind backstage because there was drugs, girls, and alcohol in those backstages. And men. At a certain point. Um... That shit gets old, so I, I cut down on that. But it was still, like, relatively fun. And a, a long while ago, probably, like, I don't know, 2010-ish, like, seven years ago, I shut shit down completely. And I don't drink anymore, so I can't fathom why anyone would want to come back that isn't an old friend or, you know... Mm -hmm. So, not to mention it's kind of fucking boring. Yeah, like the only reason to be backstage in terms of how the four of us are, whether it's in hip hop or any other kind of music, because because we ain't trying to be in the crowd and end up having yeah, a swing on something, yeah. right? And getting all pressed. Yeah, in like and if sweating. you come back and you watch the show from the side stage, that part of it's cool, absolutely. But like people who think it's it's gonna be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or that I have to entertain them because I'm cranky as fuck, right? You know what I mean? And let's not forget, you're working. That's right. your job. Yeah, That's and, not and pe fun time people for you. do forget that, yeah. which is part of the problem. Dear Vin, hey Vinny Paz, what are you doing? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Just hanging out. Yeah. It could be. Doing my thing. Dear Vin, hi, I'm a big fan. You're the Batman of the rap game. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's all right. You know? Maybe to be, be Bitman? Maybe he wants to be Riven. Yeah, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Could be. He's poking the jab out to see if I'll ask him to be Rabin? Yeah. Dear Vin, everyone's doing this so-and-so. Love you so much, it reached so-and-so. I thought maybe you could do one for me. No. My boyfriend loves your music, and he showed it to me, and I love it. I would appreciate, I would appreciate it. I'll send you a picture as an example. And if you do do it, our names are blank and blank. I know you're probably busy, but I know we he would melt over one of these. And if you could and if you could out and then five things that aren't letters. 
<laughs> and another thing that are not letters. It's their names. Their na- I blocked their names out. I got it the first time, but it doesn't make sense the second time. So I guess there's a word missing. Uh, she meant shout if, out. If you could shout out. Blah, if you blah, blah, could blah, shout loves. out blank and blank. Love has gone so far for you. It has reached. And then you can put Vinny Paz and wherever you are. All right. So what it is, I know this because I've actually seen this. All right. You get you write to somebody famous with a picture of you and your love, and you get it and are so moved by it. You're like, you know, Frank and Barbara's love is so strong that it reached me all the way in Philly, and they're in like fucking Timbuktu. You're joking me! I right swear now. to God, I've seen this. All right, because I felt like that was a little bit annoying. Right. Now I'm vexed. Right. Not at them asking me that this thing exists, exists. that this happens, and that anyone thinks it's acceptable. And that was the most, you've gotten several of those requests. That was the most coherent. All right. Well, I'm glad you put it into context. All right. Me and Paolo were going to write. <laughs> All right. I'll do that one in a fucking heartbeat. Have you... I still don't understand the whole content premise of this thing. Like, is he supposed to do you take know a picture? Why you don't? Because behind... it's fucking retarded. Right. I just wrap my head around it and barely. Right. Like, Vin, we're going to take a picture of, uh, but a bl- you're, we'll be blank in the middle. And you, Mimi, yourself, selfie in the middle and send it back. To, like, it's a whole right. It's complicated yeah. and complicated. Yeah. And like, no. For you. For not... me. <laughs> To send back to a complete yeah, stranger. Man. What yeah. the fuck, yeah. man? Like, they don't understand that, like, when Taylor Swift goes to, like, the prom with somebody or goes to, like, the special needs prom or, or you know, buys people lunch, <coughs> that's fucking staged. Yeah. Bro. That shit ain't And there's a thousand people that make it happen. It goes back to Sicko's thing earlier about it being, it's an advantageous situation to put yourself in from uh, a press Mm-hmm. Perspective, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taylor Swift ain't doing that on the low. Yeah. Taylor Swift oh. is doing that with TMZ. Yeah. It's a photo op. Extra yeah. there. It's a photo yeah. op that garners massive press, yeah. which generates massive money and massive record sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This is the last one of Sicko's favorite segment of the show, and uh, OG Gavin's favorite. Hey, uh, buddy. Caller. Yeah, I was gonna say caller, but it's not a caller. With with his new name. What was it? Pirate Fest. Oh, yeah. oh Pirate Fest. Yeah. Dear Vin, I only know how to flex, Vinny. And I'm going to say something nasty to them and motorboat the camera with my mouth if they intrude. You have to see my mouth when I'm flexing it. Sexual. It's always sexual. Yeah. I flex my outline left and right when I fight. I fucking hate Usher for grabbing his meat in front of everyone. <laughs> That's all right. That's a good line. You want to look at it. <laughs> hey, look, man. He's I, not wrong. I actually just He's saw an wrong. Usher video look. yesterday, and he is not wrong. <laughs> Smell the motherfucker, I say. Wow. Smell the Just guy. trying my best to work my niche. That's the thing. I don't want everyone looking at my penis. <laughs> wow. The white man looks better with an outline on his hands. I see two videos of them trying to grab their nuts on me, but I'm grabbing and pointing at my penis, and I'm going to highlight that to my wife. Jesus. I want to flex my outline on Usher so badly. I flex the outline like a boss. He's a little bitch grabbing his shit. Go ahead, Vinny. Say something about his outline since they are trying to grab it. Just make sure it's wise. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I'm confident I can plow into Rakem. Jesus. Holy hell, yeah. once, once we cracked the code a little <laughs> yeah. bit, but let me say now something. It's like a- you were ahead of the curve because you saw it a little bit yeah. before I did. This is this is flat out. <laughs> I mean, it's flat out pornography. It is. <laughs> I'm confident I can plow into Rakem. My energy still went up yesterday. 22 songs. I still hit another pocket in my brain. No way can I fail. I'm totally ready. I mean, he's got some. Listen, that's another rousing. Yeah, he's got something. some Viagra. He's got <laughs> some Viagra? Yeah, he's got a fucking please out and the fucking rock him for some reason. I mean, and he's got heat with Usher. It's like shoot heat. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to throw it over to Pablo Cheapo tip of the week and see if he has one. I have one for him, but we're running late tonight. So I'm going to hold it because I will not forget it because it's a weekly thing. So I will ask you, do you have a Pablo Cheapo tip of the week? Yes, I do. Yes. So that means we have a Pablo's Cheapo tip of the week. Thank you for that. <laughs> Professor, would you like to? Yes. So, um. We do the Wayback Machine to many, many episodes ago. I discussed how I reused um, some dirt in my backyard to fill some holes up <laughs> the holes. Oh, from these freaking uh, varmints in my backyard. Varmints, you say? Yeah, we're talking groundhogs, foxes, squirrels. Squirrel. Right. Um, Squirrel. Uh, what's the other one? Raccoons, sons of bitches. Opossums? <clears throat> no opossums. They don't make their way up Good. from the creek. They're gross. Fill some holes up. So, I mean, so I'm out. I'm out back last weekend doing some yard work. I'm filling in the foxhole because this bastard's still under my shed. Can't get rid of him. Foxhole. So in the meantime, so next day, I bet mother- he didn't find any atheists in there. No. Hi-yo! Sorry. Continue. Next day, the fucker. I go outside. The hole's back again. He 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 made his way back in. Some bitch. He outfoxed me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talk about waiting all week for a joke, huh, OG? <laughs> it was worth it. So, so I'm clearing out some of the other uh, shrubbery on my lawn. On my shrubbery. Lawn. And what do I notice? Well, I don't know. I notice some thorns. So I said, Why am I going to spend twenty dollars on barbed wire on this fucking hole when nature already gave me some barbed wire? So I oh, proceed no. to cut up all these thorns and stuff them in the foxhole. Now I'm gonna I'm just gonna preface it by saying, not the best line of work because my leg is absolutely cut to shit from the thorns getting me. But instead of buying barbed wire, hey, fucking thorns, dude, right in the backyard. They're still growing right now. I got it. plentiful. You need it? You need some, OG? Nature's deterrent. I don't need to buy a fox trap. This shit is working. Nature's deterrent. Free. F-R-E-E, free. What if the fox just digs another we, hole? He might. Just, he might. But I have... I have. you might, rabbit. You might. There's more thorns to be had, though. <laughs> How about you just move out of the fucking sticks? <laughs> How about that? Yeah, right. You had the raccoon out back. Raccoon. Raccoon. No, I was at... Let me tell you something. Little sidebar. I was at fucking band practice on Tuesday. And, Keep it down, and, Jackie. And we're in like we're we're in this um area of the city that is um hostile city. 
it's in, it's very industrialized this particular area, okay? And hostile. I was we were taking a break and I was out back of this thing smoking. There was this fucking beast. I, I <laughs> swear to fucking whatever. It was as big as this fucking table. Wow. Wandering around this industrial uh, wasteland. Well, that's like the dingo. I was like what H-O, baby. the fuck even is that fucking thing? We saw a dingo out back of Scott's. We were doing the podcast last year. Really? Yes, yeah. we did. It was giant. Yo. We didn't know what it was. Yo, have you seen? But that thing was like it yeah. was. This thing was like slow oh. and was going menacing. Fuck something up, he man. Deliver it. It was near a car, so that's how I get. Because I was pretty far away from it. I, that's how I gauged the size of it. It was absolutely from the back of the car. Past the front door, not quite to the. Wow. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck even is that?" Yeah, look. Yeah, Might escape from the zoo. Yeah. I mean, the cougar escaped. Eats thorns for the Cobb's Creek. Cobb's Creek cougar. It's, it's kind of near the zoo. This. That's this what I'm saying. Escapee. Yeah. Blow. Are you escaping? Yo. <laughs> Could have been Okapi or something. Blow. Are you are you thinking that this is the Cobb's Creek cougar? Could be the Cobb's Creek cougar. Cobb's Creek. Nah, yeah. Rebirth. Like that, man. It was like, man, you don't know how a cougar walks. You never saw a cougar. Yeah, and man. he's like forty years old by now. You don't know how a cougar walks. It didn't did walk like no cougar. Man. You don't know how a yeah, cougar walks. I see him on TV. <laughs> this motherfucker was like this. Fucking. He was fucking. What was diesel? he like? Like this. He was, you're telling me he was I'll diesel? Was he was like this. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. He was gonna get you. All right, so what's I was far away? What's the ruling on the cheapo tip? Crazy, not crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It, 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 when uh, it, I always, it always pits it over when physical harm. Yeah, wow. He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, my legs shredded. If he had to hurt himself. Yeah, to my do legs it. slashed all up. Right. Like, all right. I mean, he, he never disappoints. Nah. It's just really should I mean, we should we intervene not with him but with his wife. Yeah. And say, look, we gotta put this guy yeah. in. Uh, I can't even slip out for a break. And listen, it, here's here's why it's he, he, here's why it's crazy because Remember if I my, had uh, if I had a backyard with a hole in it, I don't. Who cares? I, <laughs> I don't I, want them under my shed. Get out of here. Go back to the. What crick. does the hole in the backyard have to do with the shed? The hole. The hole's under my shed. So he's uh, living under my shed. Just let him live, man. I don't want him there. Oh, he's got. He's too close to the house. Get out. He ain't doing nothing near you. He's more scared of you than you are of him. We'll see. I mean, with any luck, you'll get fucking bitten by this. I've fucking had a thing. fucking old toilet in my backyard for fucking two months because I haven't taken it out front. He I has, don't give a fuck is, about a fucking hole lying. in the ground. Look, man. I mean, y'all all know the story of the Vin Cave. So, uh, who am I? There's a fucking toilet in the backyard for two months. Me and Sicko put our coffee on. Uh, you it. think you I won't fucking sit on that thing? I mean, weather breaks as soon as it gets as soon as it gets warmer. When the fucking weather breaks, you don't think I'm gonna sit there while you guys smack? Now it's become my obsession. Every week that we come here, I'm like, is it here? Is it here? First thing I do is go out back. Yes. Right. Still here. Pablo. Yes. You're in charge of our mailbag here at BSB. We got some mail. We got some mail. We got some mail. I like that. I mean, there's your new theme song. Had to remember. All right. That was almost like Blues Clues. It yes. was. Patent pending. <laughs> okay, this one's a fun one. This is from Kenny Krumholtz, 
from Deutschland. Oh, okay. Deutschland, Deutschland. Germany for all you Americans. Ger- or Germania. <laughs> I want to know what your favorite game is. It could be anything from arcade to board up to console computer games or even drinking games. There's a game that we played in my aunt's crib. My father was still alive. An ex of mine found a sealed copy of this game and got it for me on eBay for my birthday like a decade ago. It's called Scruples. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I was big in the 70s. Yes. Um, I... My memories of it is the mid '80s. Yeah. Um, and are you familiar with it, P? No, I, I thought you were gonna say Chugalug. Okay, what's Chugalug? It's like a drinky game. Okay. Borky. You're familiar with obviously Trivial Pursuit, which yes. is mad fun with the right people. Uh, yeah. It's Sports and Leisure was my. Uh, I'm not okay. sure if Tom Powell listens to our show, but I used to beat Tom Powell's ass, and he would get back. I doubt he knows how to use a computer, but yeah. We'll no, see. Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> no, Tom Powell. Oh. <laughs> that's not important right now <laughs> That's not important right now Scruples You would get a card right Like the cards in Trivial Pursuit okay. And it would be like You're alone And you're on the highway And a scary man is on the side of the road Do you pick him up It would present scenarios to you Moral dilemmas, moral dilemmas Sounds to like s- our podcast to see, yeah, yes, pretty much. to see what kind of human being you were yeah. okay. I don't know if it's a, Again, I revert to this a lot I, I, I texted Gavin Because I was living in my head For a few days About a week ago, maybe two weeks ago Of being in the past And being obsessed With the past and those good times And I was asking him Do you ever live in your head and wish and maybe it's an extension of that where I just remember my pop being alive and being with my brothers. But for whatever reason, I fucking love that game. Makes and sense. it's some there's an unopened box of it in my crib somewhere amongst all of the shit that I collect that I, I should find. We should play Scruples as an episode of the That's what I'm saying. That's, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say uh, back in the day, my favorite computer game was uh, Tekken. Tekken 2 and Tekken Soul Calibur. Right. Yeah. All and right. June 2nd, Tekken 7 comes out. And I almost want to buy a PlayStation or Xbox One. I hope you do. Because I just want to play that game. I love it so I much. want you to buy one because you were a mark for many years, and now your kids are grown. So I think you should You should. Yeah, we have like a Wii at the crib, but that's like, but that's some, like bullshit that's, games. Yeah, it's, it's for, you know, it's not for, for old heads except Yeah, Gavin. I mean, when I worked at GameStop, I had Gavin does every game. game system at once. Yeah. Like I, I, like I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. we used yeah, to play crazy. all night. Yeah. Sicko? I am not a game person. Never have been. I hate board games. I hate card. My wife loves card games, yeah. board games, and that's one of the big fights in our marriage because I will never play with her. I like blackjack. Is that- that's one of our big fights? <laughs> I want to play well, board games. Well, let me let me tell you something. If that's one of your big fights, exactly. you're not doing too bad. Exactly. Um, play little cards. Like right? we had um, play cards with the woman. Well, blackjack. I don't, I don't. First of all, I don't know any card games. Blackjack. It's easy. Made at war, and I hate them. I hate. Games. Go I hate, fish. I hate games. Go fuck yourself. I hate uh, games. I, I really do. <laughs> right I hate down. games. I do. Write that down, please. Yeah. Um, go fuck go yourself. Fuck. We go had. Fuck. You like that? We had. We had a tar- <laughs> game. <laughs> I got two words for you. Yeah. Go, fuck go fuck yourself. yourself. We uh we had Atari when it first came out. I played all that shit, but I've never been a video game kid. Even when we hung out, at uh, I'll tell you what I do love though. Go ahead. One of my solitaire. <laughs> okay, I actually do like solitaire. It's a derivative of solitary. It is cutting yourself a game. 
Uh, one of my favorite things in the world is to play pinball. I love pinball. I love pinball machines. That's a game. I'm very yeah. That's the only thing. Like, when you we... had to get into all the negative shit first. You could have just yeah. said, I like right. pinball. Are you a pinball wizard? Could be. Are you a pocket Sometimes pinball wizard? I'll tell you this. <laughs> wow. When, when I would go to get the putt putt. <laughs> Um, the one great thing about pinball is if you're good enough, you can keep winning free games. Okay. You put you pop it, you get the pip, yeah. you get a free game. Sure. And I would I could spend five hours playing on one quarter, so I did all right. You did something all right. Would you did you answer? I don't know. All right. Anything? Wanna think I something? Play with, I play the Wii with the kids. There you go. I we fucking play with your Wii. Do you play games on your uh, phone? <laughs> <laughs> No. You don't have any phone games? Oh, uh, I always I like Scrabble. The, I was into one of those... Uh, uh, we friends or something? Popping the different... Uh, the Tetris kind of ball? Yeah, 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 yeah. Candy Crush gimmick I was into that for a what minute. Um, no, nah, I don't... I, I, you don't I, watch I Jeopardy do. or The Wheel? What do you mean, on the phone? Yeah, on the TV. Watch that's, Jeopardy, The Wheel. That's not a game, though. They're games. Play no, they're not. The whole version. Shows. Me and the kids. Game are, show. Ki- <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> me and the kids are heavy into family. Motherfucker, are you on Jeopardy? Price is Rizzle. Rizzle, <laughs> <laughs> Rizzle, Rizzle. Yeah. I fuck with Family Feud. Me and the, the kids love fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, nah, I do the wee balling with the kids. Nah, I like that. That shit. I'll fucking fuck a motherfucker up. <laughs> wee balling. <laughs> wow. I'm right a fucking on. character on the kids' weeks. Yeah, that's that's what I right. fucking know. Uh, yeah. All right, Vin, you ready for this one? Yes. This is from Matt Mobley. I need some advice. Oh, my own. I'm in a metal band, and we just got picked up by an entertainment agency, and we have shows out of state. But the only thing is, I have depersonalization, and it makes traveling tough because <sighs> I just want to be home. I'm sure you know how it goes, but have you ever had to go through that? Oh, my life is that, man. Like every six months. My right? existence is having depersonalization disorder and having to leave. You made a choice in your life. You have a choice now. It's in front of you. Fight through it and do what you love and deal with how crazy it is, because I'm not going to lie and say it goes away, or be like your square friends and stay at a job locally and you won't have to worry about leaving home because that's... The, the the reason I do what I do is because I decided fighting through this disorder and doing what I love is more important to me than the disorder itself. So I once you get settled <laughs> while you're leaving, I don't know if y'all are gonna be in a tour van or flying. While you're getting to your destination, you're gonna bug out because all you have is time on your hands to think. Once you get settled in and you're with your boys. You you become accustomed and it becomes like home. You're still gonna miss home, but I suggest doing it, man. Because you'll regret it the rest of your life. And if you have more questions, you can write. You can write a, write me again. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Jesus. Next on the love hour, we're gonna talk yeah yeah about yeah. Thanks for sharing. It's a relationship hour. Okay, last one. Brandon Hall, good friend of ours. What up? What up? Recently, I came across a somewhat affordable copy of The Prince One Night Alone box set and pulled the trigger on it. My question for the BSB, is there a box set you came across that you had to have even if it was for a grip of money? I don't think I've ever in my life had a box set. Um, 
I mean, you consider- I, you know what? When I was struggling money wise when the Misfits box set came out, the one in the coffin. Yeah, um, it wouldn't apply to my life now. I buy what I want now, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not really like it's it's very hard for me to answer that. But in that time period, it's like yo, I don't know about box sets, but all of us. Like saved all of our shit to buy records. Basically. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like I would not eat lunch. Yeah. Things like yeah. ways to gimmick money. Yeah. I mean, know. I've stole money from my parents to buy Misfits records, right? Because they were so expensive. Yeah, like I got like, um, and was I, and was completely worth it. Yeah, you know. yeah. I, I mean, the thing I I, <clears throat> I never understood what box sets was. If you were a big fan, wouldn't you have all of oh, that? You're stuff? Right. Always chucking right. extra shit. Yeah. Oh, you know what? One box set I did have, which was badass, the Venom box set. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the first three albums and extra shit, right? It was At War With Satan, Black Metal, Welcome to Hell, and then depending on what version you got, it was a picture disc of, what were they called? They were live, like like unleashed in Canada, unleashed okay. in Sweden. Okay, right, 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 right. And one I have I was actually that. in America. It's I don't know if you still have it, but it's you could sell it for I a lot not, of money. I, I actually did sell it for a lot. Yeah, well, there of you money. go. But yeah. um, uh, I, and that was, I'd say I want to say I was in tenth grade when it came out. It was supposed to be the end of Venom. It was you know gravestone. Yeah, yeah. Venom, and. I, I, can't, I don't remember what it cost them, but obviously it was a lot of money for a kid in high school. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost positive I stole the money to get it, like either out of my mom's purse or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, the answer to my question is that I'd have to think of the young me because I'll just buy whatever I want now, even when it's ridiculous. But what box sets are in your crib now, per se? Just the Misfits, yeah. because be, kind of because of what you said. Like we just have. It's it, like right? yeah, like that Almond Brothers shit. I guess technically. They could have put out a box set, but they just reissued them on 180 grand vinyl, and I bought the shit I wanted. You know what I mean? Um, like, uh, do you consider that thing that Nirvana put out a box set? I mean, I own that. I if, own that. if you do, it's when the light when the lights yeah, die, when the lights yeah, when, the, when the when the lights the black out. When the, yeah. yeah, that shit is hard, and yeah. it's all rare. It's all Kurt's demos. It's all. I mean, mm. I just thought, like something recent. I kind of really wanted that sheer terror box set that came out and just didn't have the money to spend on it. I didn't really... I don't remember it. It's, it's like three months ago it came out. Could I still get it? I think it was like a limited run, it was wasn't a limited it? Run. And they kind of... You had to like pre-order it. All right. You could probably find it. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Discogs or Something like that. eBay, yeah. Cool. All right. That's the mailbag for this episode. All right, before we get out of here, every week we do recommendations. Um, so I'll throw it to Sicko first. Sicko, what have you been watching or what are you up to? Um, I actually went out to the movie theaters this week. Um, me and the wife went and saw the documentary I Am Not Your Negro about uh, one of my favorite writers ever, James Baldwin. Baldwin, brilliant. Um it's really neat. It's interesting because it's not a documentary on his life. It's not a documentary. Like, it's not really linear time-wise. It's about the last manuscript he started working on where he, they, whoever commissioned him to do it wanted him to tell the story of his friendship with Medgar Evers, Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. obviously all who were murdered, yeah. and how rough it was for him. Um, and telling the story, they make the real obvious parallels of the civil rights movement then, what's going on now. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of great historical you stuff. You went to the Ritz? 
Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just to see old footage of James Baldwin speak, is, to me, is very moving. And just listening to his words. It, it was very well done. I was, like, in it from the beginning. You know, it was very gripping. It held my interest. It was very good. So if you have a chance while it's at, still in the theaters now, I'm sure it'll be streaming pretty soon. But it's called I Am Not Your Negro. Professor? Yes. Uh, everybody knows I'm wrapped up in the superhero world. Um, FX is you running a show a now called Legion. Yeah. Um, I don't want to read anything about it because I don't want to know, like, if it's part of the X-Men world or not. Right. I, I want to totally be blind going in. So yeah. I'm, like, three episodes in. And it's about this one dude who just has super, super powers. Um, but he still can't figure them out. Okay. And he has these cra- – but there's these crazy dreams within his – his episodes okay. where there's like this demon with yellow eyes and this boy who's like a little boy with a big head, like a five foot head what? and they're just haunting him. And it's the fucking scariest thing ever, but it's eventually going to evolve into like superhero shit. Okay. But this whole th- shit with his is fucked up. That's funny. I thought it was like strictly sci-fi. I didn't realize it was superheroes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, po- it's a- allegedly based on like, the X-Men um, universe, oh, I didn't know that. but not like the X-Men that you see on TV. But it's some, but again, I'm trying not to like read too much on the Internet because yeah, I don't want to yeah, know because yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. spoiled on the Internet. Yeah, of course. But it's fucking maniacal, dude. It's it will fuck your head up. But nice. um, it's awesome. It's TVMA FX late. So like they say like they're cursed and say crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my girl, Audrey um, from Parks and Rec's on there. What's her name? Or Aubrey Plaza. She's in it. She's awesome. April? in it. Yeah, she's in Hard. it. And she's crazy in it, too. She's a psychopath. But anyway, Legion FX. Check it out. I think, she's, I think she's shooting nuts, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Legitimate. When I saw when I went to David Letterman, she was a she was a guest and right. she and she like made Dave like blush. Yeah, like, yeah. She I said some crazy shit. Oh, yeah, right. I think she's kinda out there. Uh, mine's a book that I'm only Maybe a fourth into. Okay. And it's one, it's one of the best books I've ever read so far. Wow. It's called Patched, uh, The History of Gangs in New Zealand by a dude named Jared Gilbert. Um, it, it, I can't, I, I, like I said, I'm only like a fourth, a fourth of the way through it. it. It's so detailed and so involved and gets so into how that stuff down there is like a lifestyle not just a gang thing yeah and i'm only into the early 70s at this point okay so it hasn't even gotten super heavy yet right but it's fucking crazy man it's really good super expensive book it was like 50 bucks but well well worth it nice uh mine's a book as well uh it's called andy kaufman the Truth, finally. It's written by Bob Zamuda, who was his right-hand man, and Lynn Margulies, who was the chick that was with him yeah. up until him passing away. Yeah. The reason you know it's official and the truth is because Andy's sister is, like, mad opposed to it. And um, the things Zamuda implies surrounding Andy's death and it possibly being a work is pretty fucking crazy. There's motherfuckers who say he's still alive. Well, uh, without giving away the book, I, I'm just going to kind of... It, it's heavy-duty shit. A lot of the behind-the-scenes... Uh, uh, 
behind the scenes shit about the Memphis shit with Lawler because yeah. Amuda was there for it. And um, a lot of it about Andy's obsession with the ultimate work being to fake his own death. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, real quick, could I just interject? No. Uh, we get a lot of um, Facebook posts and emails saying we want to send you guys bullshit. Where do we send it to? So right now we're having everybody send stuff to the tattoo parlor. So send it to Crescent Street Tattoo and just what it, on the inside just say it's for the BSB boys and we'll get it. So if you want, do you to want send, the address, probably. Not really. Probably help. Not really. Well, how are they going to know? That? All right, we well, go to the website. Gurgle. It is. It's not on here. Oh, here we go. Four three seven one, Crescent Street, Philadelphia, PA one nine one two seven, Crescent Street Tattoo. Attention BSB. And right. if I could add on to that too, please go check out our YouTube channel and subscribe to it. We got a ton of videos on there. Um, <coughs> you know, if you want to see what it looks like while we're doing the show, um, you know, party. social media limits it when we post it. Only a few people get to see it. So you, the, your best bet is to subscribe. This way you'll just be alerted every time we pit up a new one. And the other thing is go and check out broadstreetbreakdown.com like i said we i redid all the uh all the recommendations that we've done since the very first show there's a lo whole new bunch of pictures up there um you if you're looking for bsb merch there's a link that'll take you right to our shirts and our hoodies and all that stuff so broadstreetbreakdown.com that's kind of the hub for everything and go to itunes and write reviews for us please and thank you yes yes and we'll see y'all next week Go to broadstreetbreakdown.com. All right, we're out of here. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Peace.